Hey there, everyone. Just letting you know, during our game of the episode, which happens towards the end, right before our top five, things get a little vulgar. So if you're not okay with excessive profanity, I'd encourage you to simply skip that part when it comes up. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. On tonight's episode of the Gamecasters, we talk about the games we've played recently, we do another board game beatdown for you, and then end the show with our top five heavy games. Stay tuned. gamers and welcome back to the podcast that's every bit as relevant as vcrs fax machines slide projectors landlines dial-up internet cursive handwriting floppy disks beepers cds phone booths travel agents the encarta flip phones the word psych and paying for porn cool beans <laughs> i'm your host that's all that in a bag of chips ryan and with me is gag me with a spoon natalie and the home skillet himself jeff the bogue board gamer remember the, the word spoon? bogue <laughs> yeah you're bogue you're bogue that's bogue yeah gag me with a spoon that's like a phrase that people don't say anymore you're so young. I don't know that. <laughs> we have an absolutely grody show lined up for you, so talk to the hand eye, because it's time to get jiggy with us in episode 44, Bout It, Bout It. Oh my God. <laughs> the world is on its ass right now, but the one constant you can rely on is us here to make you roll your eyes and almost turn us off, but then remember that Jeff and Natalie are also here, and they're at least sane, normal, and funny, so two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> we want to be your final destination for... No, we want to never again have you listen to us without fear of retribution at not being able to recall exactly what we know we sincerely want you to burn in hell no we hope you oh enjoy God. the show so jeff what's up dude wow. how's it going oh, man <laughs> have you been watching anything watchworthy no lately? I, it's funny i so I, TV right I type now? up i type up this like you know just stuff i want to talk about and things about the games and under like our banter section i have like nothing <laughs> i just like left a space i'm like maybe i'll think of something yeah. <laughs> yeah. i well okay so we did start watching this goofy thing on netflix just this morning called the floor is lava oh like the old oh, game the kids that play you that play? all the time yeah so it's like the old game but this they set up this gigantic room and they have like it's not real lava obviously it's just like red water but and it's like spewing <laughs> but it's everywhere. hot and burns and you. <laughs> they set up like this maze in the room where you have to like jump from like pieces of furniture and it's like this contest between these groups of people trying what? to get to the they're adults yeah they're adults <laughs> <laughs> so they're adults that go from like a couch to a bed and have to knock something over to like get to the finish line sort of oh so it's really gosh. goofy we watched that wait we watched two that, episodes when you're flipping through netflix is that what happened? Like you were just like the floor is lava. Let's check this out. Or did someone like, tell you about it? It advertised it. Like oh, it was, I got as you. soon as we you turned it on, it advertised trailer. it right at the top, and we were like, "All right, well, let's just why click not? It. Let's check it out." Yeah. Is there anybody famous in there? No, because it would be funny if it was like Danny DeVito. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like a celebrity. Yeah. Version. <laughs> to yeah you have you have a huge disadvantage if you're Danny four DeVito. feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Or if you're one of our uh, Peter Dinklage listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all we're, we're we're watching. Community. So we started Community oh, recently. Right. Oh yeah, you asked me if because we that. That's right. yeah because we've you know we love Thirty Rock and we love The Office and we love Parks, uh, and, Rec. Parks and Rec. So yeah. this show I felt like people always say oh you should watch Community as well. Yeah, it's like yeah. the next step and down. Right, I would agree. It's like not, you start with the office. Yeah. The I next step down is Parks and Rec, but it's still so awesome. And maybe the next step down is Community. But it's yeah, still I would really say funny. I would put like Parks and Rec, The Office, Thirty Rock are all in that top tier yeah. category. Community's next, but it's still funny. Yeah, like Ken Jong is really funny. I think Ken Jong is really funny. Yeah, he made that show. Too. No, he's oh. he's not in it as he's not like the main person. I think it's like what's his name, Kevin Hale, something. Or, 
Nathan Hale. I just made that What's up. What's his name? Nathan Hale's a, he's <laughs> no. like a, that's what we're trying to figure out. An old traitor in the, uh, yeah. in the American his Revolution time. Hale. He's, he's yeah. like a talk show guy on like E. Yeah. So, but it's, it's funny. It's got a lot of like really good moments in it. And Chevy Chase is in it. Chevy Chase is. Oh, yeah, he Chevy is? Yeah. Chase. Actually, oh. what, so they're all going to community college. So like oh, okay. Chevy Chase is oh, there. So that's what yeah. community is. Okay, yes. that makes sense. So that's pretty funny. It's really about Joel McHale. Joel, Joel McHale. McHale. Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a Hale in there. Was I close there? I typed yeah. in. What did you guys say originally? Um, As a Nathan Hale. I typed he's in a, Nathan he's Hale a, and uh, it did American nothing. Revolution. No, you said uh, Kevin Hale. Kevin Hale. Go Kevin yeah, Hale. Yeah. yeah. All that came up was how to evaluate startup ideas from Kevin Hale. It's just a random YouTube <laughs> oh, guy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's an investor. Okay. And um, Allison Breeze in that show. Oh yeah, Allison Breeze. Most of the people you've heard of. I like her too. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you would know her from. She was like in Mad Men. She was she's in that Glow show. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. okay, she's, that's right. I think she shows her um, personality. Yes, she oh. does in that. Oh, that's show. who it was. I was listening to a podcast <laughs> with Allison Brie on it. That's who it was, and she was talking about community, and she said that basically like Chevy Chase in that show was like a jerk. I've heard that about like him. He was I've heard like, he's like the yeah, biggest dick. Set, I've he heard like yeah. really... I've heard he's a jerk on set, but like the dude is so talented right. that people just ignore it like oh, right. he's yeah. a jerk right. apparently yeah i've heard that but too. I, he's still awesome yeah i think he's so funny yeah. all the yeah. national I mean, lampoon stuff is yeah, just too good Christmas it's good vacation. stuff yeah yeah, what are yeah you i've watching? heard that i've heard that from i think when he was on um saturday night live or maybe he was just a guest mm-hmm. on there i can't remember if he was an actual cast member but i heard he, he was, was yeah the, the, but yeah the big jerk he was, yeah yeah we've been watching billions again yeah, so we're into the new season and it's amping up the show has uh, Damian Lewis, show. Paul Giamatti, and chess legend Hikaru Nakamura, <laughs> whose name makes me finally recall my time watching uh, the brilliant anime Rurouni Kenshin about famed samurai Kenshin, whom were notoriously known around Japan as Batosai the Manslayer. Oh so, God. dude, watching this last what did Ryan just latest say? episode, I don't know, but that <laughs> reminded chess me of the is intense it, that chess battle is in it for like five seconds between okay. Kenshin like one line and, one and the members of the Shinsengumi. Mostly, how Hajime Saito, the Wolf of Nibu, used to cover up his opponents using Akuzan. You know, <laughs> seeing Bobby Axelrod. <laughs> You're talking about yeah, it is. you know it is no because he always used to do this he would watch anime and then he would text me and our friend and he would just like nonsense crap that yeah only he'd, just, I would... he'd be like oh yeah last night on raroni kenshin blah 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 and say all this stuff and we're like shut up we don't care like this seeing bobby axelrod destroy his hedge fund brethren is oddly similar to how makoto shishio and the dupangatana went after kenshin sanosuke and yahiko at the headquarters of the Oniwaban, only to of course fall right. when saijiro hiko showed up to destroy fuji the destruction army it's a great show Someone out there knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If you watch Roni Kenshin, this get me the on the, pod- the Gamecasters podcast at <laughs> gmail.com and just give me an LOL or something like that. It's something yeah. It is a great show, though. And it has Billions. that. <laughs> Billions, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, I watched this guy, this chess guy, um, Hikaru Nakamura, and I've been I've been watching him for, I don't know, over a year now. Like, he does a Twitch stream, and uh, I found out he was going to be on Billions, and I'm like, we... We love that show, and so we saw him on there, and it was it was just kind of cool to yeah, see those like two worlds. Kinda, so he's like, like come a background. Together. He's like walks by. Or no, there's like, like so there's this part where one of these because these hedge fund, you know, the show's all about billionaires, basically. Yeah, and so there's these hedge fund people, and they're at this. He's at this chess. Well, like one tournament. of them went to go talk to this guy, and the guy's like at this chess tournament, and there's like a bunch of what is there like eight? He's chess playing. Boards? Yeah, Hikaru is playing like eight people at once. Right. So the guy, but the it's character, like the, it's like in the is just sitting there in front of a chessboard and. The chess guy, I don't know even. Hikaru Nakamura. Name. Yeah, him. He's just walking <laughs> yeah, around him. to all the eight tables, like making moves, playing chess with all eight of them at the same time. Let's just walk around. Like, would you like the best? Something they do. Is he like ranked? He's, or like he's a ranked. He's ranked. He at one point he was the number two in the world. Now he's like number eighteen or something like that, which is still ridiculously high. Slipping. He's what's called a super grandmaster, which is like the 
Grandmaster is the highest rank you can attain in chess, and if you're a super grandmaster, for some, it's like a, it's even a, like another level up. Yeah. Who's number one? That, that Magnus, Magnus that Carlson. Carlson. <laughs> yeah, really alpha guy. Yeah, what was that yeah. computer that um, tried to beat everybody? Yeah, <laughs> Deep Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Computer's number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Magnus Carlson, Natalie's favorite favorite guy, is number one, and yeah, Hikaru is uh he's an American chess player. Do you want to know what the Japanese. definition of douche is? You hold <laughs> sure. a chess tournament in your name like, that you like, you name it. Magnus Carlsen chess tournament or whatever and then you win it. <laughs> is that what he does? Yes. Does he do it every year like all the time? <laughs> so yeah so he's holding right now it's like the, like, it's called the Magnus Carlsen Invitational and there's like a bunch of different tournaments within this that he hosts. Did he and win money? He won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just well, exactly. <laughs> Why would he do that? Come on. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's so funny. He's so good. He's so good. That's like if Kanye West like held like the Grammys and just gave himself awards over and over and over the again. Kanye West best Grammys. album. Kanye West wins. College dropout. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It's uh <laughs> it's 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 been awesome watching chess and then seeing chess coalesce, is that the right word? Into billions is was pretty cool as well. So that's what we, that's really all we've been watching. Yeah, we haven't really been watching much. Yeah, it's a great show. And we're show. still you, watching. Yeah. started that, no? Or, or we ha- we haven't started yet. It's on is it Showtime? Yeah, it's Showtime. We yeah. don't have a Showtime app. So we have HBO, so we watch we, HBO stuff. Okay. We just bought Showtime. We pay for it through Amazon Prime like we do with HBO, and sure. then we just then cancel it yeah. when we're done watching okay. Billions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is it on? It's, it's, life it's like on weekly. Yeah. Like you have to yeah, it's, it's on right now. Well, well, I mean, you could watch the first three seasons, I four think. Four seasons, and then the by the time you'd finish that, the fifth one would be done. It's on right. like episode seven already. Okay. it's I do want to um, watch it. It's amazing. Okay. It might yeah. be... It's in that top echelon. Like, you'd watch wow. it, and you'd be like, okay, I mean... T- Damian Lewis show. and Paul Giamatti are the main characters. Paul Giamatti is one of my favorites. Yeah, and Damian, awesome. I didn't really know Damian he's not Lewis, even a, but he's now like, one, I'm like, wow, he's good. And I think he's better. Is he I think in he too. Band of Brothers? He's the guy from Band of Brothers. He's like a, Andy, he's in something else too. Is he in... Um, probably. Looking it up right now. Something on Showtime. It's called yeah. Homeland. Is he in Homeland? Oh, I think so. He's yes. the first oh, season. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Okay, now I know. I wanted uh-huh. to start, because now that we're paying for um, Showtime to watch this, and it only comes out once a week, I wanted to watch Homeland since we got it. Yeah, he is... I don't know if I've ever finished Homeland, but the first couple seasons, yeah, Homeland's Homeland. really good. Band of Brothers was the one I knew, was what I knew him from, and he plays Steve McQueen in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, he is in Homeland. Oh, I should tell you about this weird show I'm watching too. Yes. So now that I'm watching with the floor, the floor is not a weird show. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know. No, no. <laughs> so there's this show. It's on TNT or TBS or something. So just cable. Dynamite. It's called Turdy Works. Like poop. Like Turdy poop. Works. It's about this like woman who lives in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's this woman that lives in Maine who goes and collects moose turds and turns them into like stuff. Like sells like poop earrings or Ew. like turd necklaces or like number two pencils. Get it? Number two pencils? Oh my With like God. a turd on it. Does she have like a store and full of poop products? Yeah, she, there's like online there, she goes to so like what is farmers it, markets. And then you can mold yeah, it. Yeah, she like like dehydrates it and like Shines it up with stuff. And, I wonder oh, what, why I moose because they're huge. They're like yeah, they're, they're like half a chicken nugget sized turds, like chicken nuggets. Yeah, it's not turds. as big as I thought, but yeah, I don't know. I think moose because they're just everywhere, so she can go get them for free. Oh, oh, because she lives Where? in Alaska. In no, Maine. she lives in Maine. Oh, and Ma- there's <laughs> moose in Maine. The Maine moose. We're gonna I think, go to Maine one day. I thought moose only existed in Alaska for some reason, and other parts oh. of Canada. I. Turdy Works has proven you wrong. Turdy yeah, Works, the main movie. It's so, we, so it's so, it's just funny. Like she goes to these little fairs and she'll sell these turds and she makes these like funny poop jokes all the time. Do people know they're buying the turds? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it, it says like moose poop. 
she has like a, a poo-poo clock. So instead of the numbers, there's just turds <laughs> around oh my the thing. God. It's funny. I it's got to be gag gifts. You buy them as like, yeah, it would be sure. funny for to go to like a white elephant at Christmas and bring like a number two pencil with a turd on it. Like that's that would <laughs> yeah. be funny. Yeah, you're right. Although, so that's being, weird. Is she married in the show? Yes. Is her husband like crazy about turd? Well, okay. because can you imagine being so, married to this woman? You are in. I mean, you you got to deal with more than like. You're how like, did this well, person come up with this business? Passion. So right, exactly. <laughs> she is married. She has she has a, she has a wife. So okay. her wife and okay. daughter. Wife. Yeah, sure. So it's. Her, her wife, and her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all... Her and her wife run the company, kind of. Gotcha. But none of them are as obsessed with turds as this main Maybe character, the, Mary, is. Maybe wife is, like, running the business part. And... Oh, my. And there was, like... Yeah, I feel like her wife's got to be like, well, I, I married her, so... Yep. <laughs> well, one I'm of the episodes you just watched, it was a career day at the daughter's school. So oh, no. the, gr- the woman came in Brought with... her moose with, turd mom? Oh, yeah, it was hilarious. Oh, the kid, so she was, mom. like, you know, just mortified that... Mom yeah. came in with a bunch Mom, of turds, but all the kids thought it was like the, <laughs> the funniest, funniest thing ever. Thing it was ever. just course, so funny. Yeah. I would, I would think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just wonder, you know, when you, you know, on the outside it's hilarious, but on the inside, is it quite as funny? Yeah, you know, like if the mom's just like, "What are you doing? I'm just in the office building my new thing," you know, and she's just got like <laughs> buckets of moose poop in there, and ooh, yeah, it's yeah. it's just goofy. So that's that's awesome. That's the crap that I'm show, watching. So. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Good night, everybody. That's yeah. all we have for today. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Natalie, do you have anything you want to banter up in our banter um, section well, while you're on the spot? It is today's Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to both of you. Thank you very much. Thank As of the you. day of this recording, it is and Father's Day. Yeah. My dad. We went golfing yesterday. Me and my sister and brother-in-law and my dad, and I beat them all. Yes, she did. <laughs> she came home and she was like. Dancing like Enrique. Guess yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was not. And I was like, what, did you like shoot 101? She's like, nope, 100. <laughs> yeah, and I was I'm like, so oh, right. it doesn't matter. You won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yep. yep, that was really fun. It was a very hot day. We were sweating our butts off. Yeah, it was like 90. Yeah. It was like in the 90s. Yeah. It was gross. There's Ugh. like certain um, golf etiquette that I think people should follow. And so this one this one guy like, don't poop really on the course. bad. <laughs> No, like he was like blasting rap music on his golf cart, and it was like super annoying because you know why specify rap? I'm just wondering. Well, I would say like if he was like playing like I something don't know, you liked, then it's no cool. so, <laughs> classical music. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't care that people play music, but you know it's disrupting other people and it's really inconsiderate. Yeah, for sure. And then. It's not just like, you oh, know, it was vulgar it's not like Journey or something, you know, where you could like, oh, I could just kind of like relax while I focus on my ball. No, it's like, I, I don't even think I can say the words they were saying. Wow. <laughs> like, like, I was the, just like, what the and- heck? <laughs> no. So, yeah, that was really annoying. And plus that same guy who was blasting the rap music, I think hit my dad's ball because he hit it into like our hole and my dad couldn't find his ball and it was like. We saw him hit a ball that was like right where my dad hit his. And so we're like, oh, this guy sucks. And then, you know, he comes by later with this like rap music blaring while we're like trying to like focus and like hit a ball. <laughs> and it's, ah, I was very close to saying something to him. Like, what were you going to say? I was going to be like, no, Excuse me, I don't sir. want to tell you because it's embarrassing now. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to golf. Hey, please turn this down. I know, I know. I, in my head, I'm like, excuse me. I'm going to say something. And I was like, what would I say? I'd be like, you'd carry hey, it we're up. golfing over here. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen here, pal. We're trying to putt. <laughs> We're trying to putt. Did you hear me? Okay, turn your music down. Could you please keep down. it down? Yeah, see this? You're not the only one here, sir. You gosh darn whippersnapper. Turn it down. 
Do you want me to bring over the manager? Do they have managers here? <laughs> I will bring the I will get the man in the cart to come this over here. Yeah, rap, we were going to tell music. the man in the cart, but we, there wasn't one. <laughs> the authorities because were off that COVID. day. I love the, I almost said something too. Like, he something made me too. so mad. I'm just going to say something. Excuse me. <laughs> you Excuse me, sir, in the pink up. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not hear the words dick and bitch when I'm golfing. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa, there, are the words. Yeah, there they go. She wasn't going to announce him. How did Frankie do? Um, I'm interested to know. Well, she's newer at golf and she did, <laughs> she did fine. Yeah. She doesn't like to keep score a lot of times. I think she likes to see how it starts out. And then she's like, I'm going to just not keep score. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, if she's doing great, she'll keep score. I understand not yeah. wanting to keep score, yeah, especially right. if you're, new, totally especially if you're newer. She's getting like, frustrated Because you don't want it to be about the score because you'll just think about now I'm going to suck. Yeah. She was getting frustrated. And so it's just make, she said it makes her less stressed out if she's not keeping score and just like hitting the ball. But um, she was getting mad. If you know my sister, she uh, she's a little hot headed at times. Yeah, she she gets a little <laughs> she gets like a little temper. And uh, there's it's funny. There was this one time years ago, a few years ago, we were golfing, and she <laughs> she got mad and she like threw her club oh, and damn. then like it she didn't somebody? notice that kyle her husband now was right behind her and he literally like matrix ducked <laughs> or else it would have hit him he was like whoa and she was like oh my god i'm so sorry and i'm just like dying laughing like oh my god. classic friend that's why you don't throw clubs Frankie. <laughs> that's why you yeah, don't, don't throw <laughs> clubs you always leave a note <laughs> that's why you don't yell but it was really funny they were like was kyle coaching her yeah, I mean, uh, I don't I know that. If, if he was trying to coach her, he was trying to get her to calm down. You know, I heard a no. couple, in the distance, I heard him say, like, you know, just calm down. Shut up, God, don't tell me to calm down. <laughs> you know, and me and my dad are just driving away, like, oh, boy, that's we're just going to go. That's the worst thing you can do when someone's mad. <laughs> calm down. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> like, and Kyle's just so, like, even and laid back. Why does anyone ever think that will work? He's does, like, it's all right. Does baby, anyone who's angry calm. get told to calm down and then They're go, like, okay. Oh, yeah. And then they just calm down. I wasn't thinking about it that way. Well, I guess if I just calm down, you're right. If I just calm down, everything's okay. Yeah. You're not helping, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Damn it, Kyle. That is so... Drive the cart. That is so funny. So we had them over for game night, and uh, we played some games, and Kyle was beating the crap out of us in this one game. And he was only... He was... He always says, he's like, when I'm winning, I have more fun being mean to Frankie. <laughs> He always just wants to beat Frankie. And then he's like, and she has fun if she wins, unless I... And then if she doesn't win, sometimes it'll be okay, but if I win, she hates it. <laughs> there was one point, was too, funny. like, we were kind of all joking around, trash-talking Kyle, which you'll hear about soon because of his player power, but um, there was one point where, like, Ryan, like, kind of said something to Kyle, and Frankie's like, yeah, keep shit-talking him. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she's like, she's like your hype man. Yeah. yeah. Get him, yeah, get him. Well, because like he asked, like, so, okay, he, there was this one thing, and I'll explain it a little more, but he would get things from us, but the things he was getting were on our side of the table, so we had to get them for him. Oh. Right, not the only did he just get them for free, but yeah. he, we have to hand it to him. So, uh, you know, after a while, I'd be like, here you go, choke on that, and then she was like, oh, yeah, what do you got now? Yeah. You know, kind of stuff, oh, gosh. This is really funny. So, we've been playing some games lately. Have you been playing some games, too? Yep. So we, um, this one's not a we, this first one's a me. I have been playing a lot of chess lately, as we talked about. Oh. Um, and with other people. I've been playing a lot with our, our good buddy, um, Dave McCown, Mick Dave Mick, MC Dave MC. Yeah. And I've also been playing a lot with our other good buddy, Lewis, uh, oh, Mr. Cool. Days 1607. 1607. Yeah. Like, and some numbers. Awesome guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, him and I have been playing four games so far. I realized that I, 
like have to take a break after playing something because, dude, this it just like consumes your my brain. day. No, it just consumes. Like oh. I can't think about oh, anything yeah. else because it's kind of like words with friends where you'll you'll play a word and then they have however long whatever they want to oh. like a day. So you're playing on an app. Play or words. Yeah, we're playing. Or on, we're playing on chess.com. Okay. Yeah, which you can get on your phone or you can play on the computer. So I make a move, and then after I make the move, I'm like, okay, make a move. Come on, and I'm watching it, waiting, like, and I'm just like, it's like constantly checking his phone. Well, and I'm, and I'm also like, if he does this, I do that. If he does this, I do that. If he does this, I go here. If he does that, I go here. If he goes this, oh, what am I gonna do? Nothing. I don't know. <gasps> and then he makes a move, and I'm like, okay. And then I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, okay, he did this. Now if I do this, oh, if I do this, he takes there. Ooh, he got me. And I'm just like, <laughs> the numbers are like crunching like crazy. <laughs> but there's like, there was so many times in this recent game we played where like I make a move, and I'm like. <laughs> You done, son. He can't do anything. And then right before he makes a move, I see the move that he can make that actually kind of screws me over. And of course, he makes that move. And now I'm like, oh my god, now I'm dead. What am I gonna do? And so then I sit there for like another half hour, and then I figure out the move that I'm like, oh yeah, what you gonna do now, Lewis? And I make the move, and I'm like sitting there all smug, like Natalie after coming home from golf, winning with a hundred. And, <laughs> and then finally, and then he makes a move that I'm like, oh son of a bitch, you know. And it's just it's so fun, so stressful, and it's chess. Yep. You know, you wouldn't think and you'd get that kind of, uh, of you out there, a high, especially Lewis. This is he's not exaggerating. Yeah, this I've is how it him, works. Like, he's like, why is Lewis making a move? He's taking too long. Oh, my gosh. What's he going to do? I think I got him. Oh, no. Now he's got me. Like that literally happened. <laughs> Those words day. are coming out of yes. his mouth. OK, it's not just in his head. No. It's actually verbalized. <laughs> yeah. So, OK. So, all right. I got to tell you something else about chess. <laughs> okay. So my, this is about my dad. So we call him the D. So For one dad. day, yeah, <laughs> happy Father's Day, the D. Happy, yeah, happy sure Father's Day, the D. He texted Father's me a little bit ago. I got to text him back. Um, so <laughs> he's like, "Hey," because he's the one that really taught me chess when I was when I was a, a, a lad, and I've never <laughs> beat him before. He's like, he's I've ne- you know I've never I've, I think now is the time I could actually challenge him. Really, yeah. I didn't realize he was like I know a freak. I don't think he is. This was when is I was he a, a grandmaster. Kid. I was. He's a super great. He's a super D master. I heard he passed uh, Nakamura or something. Yeah. Right? Hey, that's, that's actually uh, Hikaru Nakamura. All right. So he um, he's been asking me lately. He's like, I, why don't we play chess? I'd love to play a game of chess with you. And I'm like, okay. He's like, how do we do that? And I was like, go on your app store, on your phone. Yeah, this is classic dad. Go I'm on. like, just download the chess.com app. It's called chess.com <laughs> on your phone. Make a username and then text me what it is. And I'll challenge you and we'll play. And he's like, awesome. This was like two weeks ago. later. <laughs> hey, bud, we should play chess. How do we do that again? Oh, oh, right. I'm like, uh, did you ever download the chess.com app? Like I said, no, 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 no. But I tried, but I, I couldn't remember what it was called. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, it's called chess.com. So right after we hang up right now, go to your app store, download the chess.com app. It's the one with the little green meeple or a little green pawn. I'll send you a screenshot even, and then you can just download it, make a username, and then I'll challenge you and we'll play. Awesome. Two weeks later. <laughs> hey, bud, what's the name of that chess app again? Chess.com. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, whenever I search chess.com, there's like 50 chess.coms that show up. <laughs> Which one do I select? Keep in mind, I've sent him screenshots of the actual icon that he is supposed to be downloading. And there's only one chess.com <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you just select the one that has the little green pawn that says chess.com. Okay, but I'll get that going again. That was like a few days I ago. Think in his day, I'm still in his waiting. Head, you're just saying chess. 
And he's like, these are all chess. I know. know I, sp- I feel like I specifically <laughs> said, like, you have to write chess.com. Yeah, he showed me the screenshot. It was like a bunch of apps, and he circled the one that was like the yeah, one. Oh, man. That actually it. says chess.com. So I'm still waiting. It's been months. You just need to see him and download it for him. That's the only way it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I even sent him a link. So you can send a link directly from the chess.com app that says, download chess.com. Here's my username. I sent him that link. So all he has to do is click the link, and it will take him right to the thing he needs to do. And nothing. I, so I, we're never going to play. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. What have you been playing, Jeff? <laughs> well, we've been cruising through Charterstone. Oh, really? I know we talked yes. about that. We're oh, yeah. seven. I think seven in wow. now. How many are there? Twelve. Okay. It's getting more awesome every time we play it. Yeah, it's that. getting really cool. There's a lot well, more. Because you're stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot more, uh, more things going on. Did you get to those like. cards that we were talking about before that yes. may be so, overpowered? Yes, we've unlocked a couple of them. <clears throat> and I can see how it can be overpowered, but it's not like um, the things I can also use. Devin can also buy those same things and use them. Okay. Um, but I, I can see how it could get it could get frustrating, but you just play differently. You yeah, just, sure. You just adjust. Okay. So, so yeah. we've been doing that, which has been really fun keep going that but we also played i got a game off my shelf of shame you did yeah this is a game i picked up uh, at i think it was either a black friday or one of the christmas sales at our friendly local game store yes yes called goo gong goo gong not to be confused with goo goo shine goo goo dad not goo goo shine so (laughs) goo gong do you know the designer of goo gong right yeah andrea stedding yeah that's show that's one of your my boy you know why? why? Natalangus, Tangalangus, because he is also the designer of one of my favorite games ever, Hansa Teutonica. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. this is published by TMG, and I realized Dynamite. as I reorganized some of my cubes that I told you about for my yeah. shelves, that I have a lot of TMG games. Oh, yeah? Like, I think in the realm of like seven like what or else? Eight. Really? TMG. Yeah. There's some people who don't know. So TMG, <laughs> I have Homesteaders. Yokohama, Gates of Loyang, okay. Gugong, Orléans, Orléans, um, Chrono Corsairs, and I think I'm missing one, but cool. Yeah, I have like a big chunk of TMG games, so I have some. I have a problem. Wow, they just make such good. They have really stuff. good games. Anyway, yeah, yep. So yep. Gugong, which you guys have played, so chime in. Um, you guys played it a while ago, I remember. Yeah, and it has a special place in Ryan's heart. It's a great game because this was the game I hid Natalie's engagement ring in. Yep. for all these. You brought all it time. to Grand Rapids to. <laughs> I didn't bring Gugong to Grand Rapids. Propose? No. Oh no, you hid it in the game shelf. That's right. <laughs> what? Okay, in Gugong. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, players take the role of Chinese families oh, trying yeah, to gain yeah. influence and power by offering and exchanging gifts. So. If you remember, and this is me trying to explain it to Natalie so she remembers yeah, the game. Yeah, I pulled a picture. So, good. So, so, the Gugong's board is broken up into seven areas, if you remember that. Yep. And the seven areas are the seven major actions that you can take on your turn. So, the game takes place over four rounds, so it actually moves fairly quickly. doesn't take a ton of time. Where, on your turn, you are taking one of those seven actions by exchanging cards um, with one of the action spaces. So, each of the seven action spaces has a card on it. The card has a number from one to nine, and you have a hand of four or five that you start with, and you can all you can add cards as you as you play and take different actions. But you take a card from your hand and you exchange it with the card on the board of the action that you want to do. I like to exchange it for the keep it. I like to exchange it for the keep it. <laughs> and it's funny because all these things say in the rule books always talks about exchanging gift cards. And yeah, in my head, gifts. I'm like, all right, so you know, Amazon gift card for something. <laughs> but I, I so yeah, when I'm saying I think gift the, cards, the theme was they couldn't. They're they're basically trying to bribe. Yes. The um, 
the officials or whatever. Yeah, you're the, like the government yeah, gaining uh, uh, this. Yeah. And you can't actually give them money for stuff. So you're trading, you're exchanging gifts yeah. for okay. services. Yeah. yeah. And what's cool is if you want to be able to take the action on the space, the, the people on the space want a, a nice gift. So the card you exchange it for has to be higher than the card that was on the board previously. Okay. So if there's a four on the board, I have to use a five, six, seven, okay. eight, or nine on the board to essentially, essentially take that action without any penalty. I can switch um, and put a lower number, but there's there's a couple things you have to take a little penalty in order to then do the actions. Uh, and what's what's very cool is after you switch the cards, the card you just took from the board goes into your own discard pile, and those are the cards you're going to use next, next round. Time. So there right. is a lot of thinking about, okay, I can take this one or two, but there's not going to be a lot of spaces that I can use that next round without um, some sort of penalty. So yeah, um, there are, and what's also cool about the cards is the, the lower number cards don't get to do as much because you might be restricted in where you can play them depending on what's on the board. But the, on the cards, the cards have a special action on the lower ones. So like I think one through four, or maybe one through five have like a special action. Mm -hmm. So when you play the card, not only do you get to take the board action, but you get to take the card action as well, which is very cool. Sure. The different actions on the board are like traveling. <laughs> so as you travel around, you can uh, gain like just different bonuses. Um, think of just moving around and picking up tokens as you travel. There's gaining influence. There's building the Great Wall. There's shipping. The shipping action is really cool because the shipping will allow you to get uh, more... Uh, you can get more cards, which is cool. You can get this thing called a double worker, which is like essential to winning the, I feel like you have to get that double worker, which is cool. And there's getting Jade, there's obtaining decrees, which kind of gives you some cool uh, rule breaking powers throughout the game. And then there's moving up this palace track. And if, I don't know if you guys remember this, you yep. have to get to the top to of the win. palace track yep. in order to be eligible to win. Yep. Oh, okay. So if you have the most points, but you don't get up the palace track, you, lose. you can't even, can't even yep. win. In our, in our play, I remember it wasn't that hard. It was not that hard. I you agree. have it to wasn't. definitely pay attention to it. Yes, you can't ignore it. But, but it, there are, you can. There's a million ways to do it. Yeah, one of the actions is palace, but there's a lot of other ways to move your mm -hmm. your little is that the person one in the up. Middle? Yep, in the middle. Yes, okay. right. And a, another little dynamic to the game is there's this mechanism of of managing what they call servants in the game, which are kind of like your your little workers. So each space has sort of like a free action, and then they have something that costs a worker, which is better. So you're spending these servants in order to take better actions on different spaces. And if you run out of servants, you really can't do anything. So there's this cool mechanic of trying to not only play the right card in the right spot to take the action, but to also manage your your servants to take better ones. That's why that double one can be really effective and cool. And then, you know, you play four rounds. You can, uh, so you then you pick up your discards and you start the next round. And at the end of the game, person with most points, as usual, is the wiener. The wiener. The wiener. Yep, and they can also win if they want. Well, what did yeah. Devin think? So... Devin liked it. It, yeah? it went I in my column it went in the Devin likes category. Nice. Nice. And she said that she said there was just enough going on that she felt comfortable playing because th this is again one where there's just a lot of little things. You have to know each of the seven things that's going on the right. board and how they work together. It's not just like you know like terraforming Mars where there's cards and the cards tell you what to do. You have to know the spaces on the board and how they interact. So she's like there's just enough going on that I liked it. So she would totally play it again and so would I. I I really liked the the card system. I thought the card system is very cool. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know another game that uses that. They're, they're, I'm sure they're out there. But I like planning out, all right, I, I want this seven. Do I spend my eight or nine right now to get that seven for next round? Or I really want to take this action, but man, there's only a two there. Now I got to use the two next round. I can only use it on a space that maybe has a one or take a penalty in order to use it. Yeah. So I really like that. 
I liked that the lower cards had like bonus actions. I liked uh, the all the, the stuff you can add throughout the game. So it wasn't just the same. So when you do the shipping action, you can take points. You can take an extra card, which then gets you more actions every round. I really liked that part. Um, it was it was very fun. Did you like the how there's basically a bunch of different little mini games, kind of like a game you love, Trajan? Yes. Yes. I was I wondering like, if that was going to be an appeal to you. Yeah, because there's I did a bunch like of that. different spots you can go, and they all have their own different mechanism. Like the one where you're building the wall, yep. the shipping one, the one where you're just running around that track, the one where you're getting the jade, mm-hmm. uh, the one where you're just getting those tiles, which are awesome. I, I thought you might really enjoy that. Yeah, I liked, it, especially with like the building the wall. You're you're spending some of those servants to sit on the wall, and they might sit there for a round or yep. two, and those servants are important, so you have to balance that. Another reason why the double one is cool. Yeah, the double one's great, and it only counts as one when you want to take it back, So, but it counts as two when you put it on the board. The, the shipping was... I, I just liked... I liked all the little mini-games and how they work together with the card action, and that's something yep. why I like Trajan so much, is I love... I'm going to use Ryan's word. I love grokking the... The Mancala Rondell, the Roncala on the Trajan board to then do the actions that I want to do on the main board. For sure. And and to a slightly lesser extent, I liked managing the cards in order to do the actions on the board. Mm-hmm. I like the Roncala better in Trajan in order to do that. Yeah, but of course. Just because it was a little bit challenging. Yeah. But I did like the challenge of now figuring out how to use your servants properly. So that was like an extra piece of like depth mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed. I'm hoping, so on the other side, I'm hoping that the game can stay fresh because I'm thinking that I start with the same cards all the time. Similar cards come out on the board. Is there a way that I could like figure this game out <clears throat> where, all right, I know that I can get up the palace track by doing this. So then I don't need to go to the palace track. Um, is there an, I would have been okay with maybe another, another mini game or more cards that would have done something, or yeah. I would have been okay with one more, piece of depth if well that makes in the sense. kickstarter there's yeah it's an expansion which is why that's I'm, what i'm, I'm excited the Panjun expansion i think is what it's called um so yeah there's a lot more modules and stuff in there um let me ask you this mm-hmm. the one thing i remember disliking about gugong and i love the game mm. first of all uh was the dice mechanism which can kind we noticed it could Maybe inadvertently screw somebody over if you roll the dice and you roll, you know, a two and a two and a six and I have all those cards. You yeah. Know, I so, get those cards and then Natalie's like, well, I don't get any of the bonuses now and it's I can't even oh, do anything about right. it. You remember that? So, yeah, the dice, the, the dice get rolled. They do get rolled at the beginning of the round. So you do see what numbers. So how the, the. But like if you have those cards in your hand when those numbers are rolled. You got to play those cards, getting them out of your hand, yes. right? So that yeah. can be a so, bummer. So yeah, what you get is you get a bonus for having for e- so you roll a dice. The dice have one through nine on it, and then if you have those cards in your hand at the end of the round, you get an extra servant back. Yeah, and at like the, the end night, of the round, the night which games. which is really important. Yeah, which is really night important. Nightman, nightman, <laughs> <laughs> and so you get extra servants back, which is really important. So there were moments where I. I planned for that. I'm like, all right, I'm running low on servants. Let me let me take this five. I might not need this action as much, but I know I'm going to need that double servant or that servant next yeah. next round. But yeah, I can see how it can definitely favor. Devin, I, had, I just Devin remember had it. Ha- I just remember it happened a, a bunch where Natalie was kind of like, well, how? Do, well, she's like, I'm going to play this card, and you're just going to take it, and now it's going to help you. 
She's like, yeah. but, but what am I supposed yeah, to do? I just happened to have the good cards in my hand, and I had to play yeah, them. Yeah, you had to play you them. Had, you had two fours and a three in this getting, round, and I'm four just and three came you up. Yeah, I, all of that. It wasn't every time, but it happened enough that she was just... I remember you were just kind of like, well, why is it like that? Like, that sucks. Yeah. What, I can't do anything about it. It's not, you know, yeah. I could I play that. suboptimally and not get rid of these cards, but, you know. Yeah, I, I can see that being being frustrating. I don't know if it... I guess I would have to. It, it happened to Devin, I think, once where she had like all the cards that she would need. Yeah, at the that happened round. to be rolled. But yeah. I'm curious if it would, if it, if that was the only way for me to get servants, which it's not. You're would that bother wrong. me more? Oh, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, like, are the two servants that I'm getting for having two matching cards? Would that did that change the game completely? Maybe it just seemed maybe, like. Yeah, yeah it seemed like for me, I was just like, well, I'm getting this sweet bonus, and yeah, I didn't really have I? to work for it. Yeah, you know, and she's not getting the bonus. Only for random, out of random. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know that it made her break. Like, I, it didn't ruin the game for either of us because we both loved it. But And I don't think that was why, if I, I don't even remember who won. If I won, I don't think that's the reason I won necessarily. Sure. I but remember, like, I remember, I remember like, yeah, I remember you were like, well, that kind of blows. I feel like all game that's kind of worked out this way. Yeah. Um, But I love that game. I think yeah, it's a very I, cool I game. I also feel like it doesn't get a lot of love. I don't it, know if it flew under the radar like a little bit. I it did when it, first, did? when it okay. first came out. I felt like it was everywhere. And then, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Lately, it's just kind of gone. I guess they're kickstarting a deluxe, away. super deluxe version. So awesome. maybe they're. Yeah, I can't wait for Maybe that. it does get some love. Yeah, yeah that's right. True. I mean, yeah, it, it was definitely uh, lauded when it came out. Is that the right word? Lauded? Sure. Or is that the bad word? Who knows? People loved it when it Trolls came out. Trolls moot. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, nice. Good memory there. Um, so that's uh, Googong. Yeah, Googong. Very cool. Again, not to be confused with Goo Goo Shine. <laughs> Goo Goo Shine is a creation of one mad board gamer of ours. Yeah. When I was in high school. In high school. Yep. When Ryan and I went to high school. <laughs> a YouTube video. <laughs> he made a YouTube video. Um, well, it was for like class. Oh. And I created a product called Goo Goo Shine that did like everything. It was basically like Mountain Dew in a Windex bottle, but it did. And he edited like, it all funny, so like he'd spray it on like a basketball, and all of a sudden, like the basketball's in the hoop. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was just Google it shine. could do everything. Added basketball, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like it was fun. I'll show you one time. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really funny. We'll watch it. it. It's great. So, um, while I have been uh, playing chess with Lewis, like I talked about, him and I, um, there's a cool, th- there's a feature on the chess.com uh, website where there's a there's a chat feature, so you can chat while you're cool. playing. And so him and I have been becoming a lot closer friends you know honestly just through playing games and stuff and through the, the podcast and everything um to his absolute horror and dismay uh yes i forced myself on him like a cuddly little mosquito or i burrowed deep into his life like a well-meaning tick uh and it's been great we can chat while we play chess and uh, uh during those chats he told me about a game that he's been playing a lot lately called mandala now i looked into mandala a lot and funnily, funnily enough, the moment that he texted me or he messaged me about Mandala, it was in my Amazon cart. It was the only thing in my Amazon <laughs> cart. So I, of course, um, and he gave it like a glowing re- endorsement and stuff like that. Um, that was, of course, excuse number 6,784 that I need to buy a board game. It, <laughs> right. it felt serendipitous, you know. Yeah. On a whim. So a couple prime days later, we get Mandala to the table. This is a game all about those awesome designs that you see like drawn in the sand. Mm-hmm. It looks like someone took a giant spirograph you know, to the sand and just yeah. made this like really cool pattern. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that's the theme of the game. So here's how it works. It's a two-player only game where you are working together, not cooperatively, to build two different mandalas. 
All right. Uh, and once a mandala is complete, it scores and then washes away by the tide, and then you start over again, which is really the, the theme of the normal, like a real-life mandala. Like, you make it in the sand, the water comes and washes it away, and then you, you start again. It's like, okay. I don't know, symbolizing life and death or something. I don't know. So, in this game, <laughs> you play back and forth until either one player has placed their sixth colored card in front of them, or until the deck runs out. At the end of the game, uh, whoever has the most points wins. So each player has a hand of cards that comes in one of six colors. On your turn, you either play a card face up to your side of the mandala, um, which exists on this cloth play mat. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be ironed. And you have to iron this damn thing. <laughs> or like to... really like fold the fold. The creases in it were very creased. Prominent. Yeah, like some pleats. They were very. Yes. It was a pleated. Yeah, they were. Pleated. Yeah, they were. It was very um, crispy. <laughs> like yeah. really. Okay. Um, so the mandala is complete uh, when at least one card of each of those six colors exists within it. Okay. The rule is that uh, a color is only allowed to exist in one of the three spots of the mandala, either in the center where both players can play because it's a two-player only game, or on your side or on your opponent's side. So, basically, on Natalie's turn, say she plays a yellow card um, to her side of the mandala. I am now not allowed to play a yellow card onto my side or into the middle. And she's not allowed to play a card into the middle. So, yellow exists on her side of the mandala. That's the only place where yellow cards can exist now. Does that make sense? So, we go back and forth where each player is either playing cards to their side of the mandala or into the center. And then once the sixth card is placed on one of those mandalas, then the other player takes all cards um, of a color... And so on and so forth until all cards in the center are gone. So all cards on either side of the mandala get discarded. Um, if this is the first time you've taken a certain color, so like the mandala completes because there's six cards of a color, and then we go back and forth taking cards out of the center to collect. So if Natalie takes red out of the center, she takes three red cards because there was three red cards in the center, and that's the first time she's taken red, she puts one red card face up in front of her. And there's six spots in front of you, numbered one through six from left to right. She has to place on the left. So she puts the red card on the left uh, where the number one is. Mm -hmm. All the rest of those red cards and any red card she takes for the rest of the game go face down into a stack onto the right. At the end of the game, once the game ends, you take all the cards that were in that face down stack and you flip them face up and they go underneath the cards that you have played in that row from one to six. I know this is confusing sounding. Yeah. But you then multiply the number of cards you have by the number where the colored cards sit in that row. So, for instance, Natalie took the, the red cards first. She put a red down in the one spot. And let's say she had 10 other red cards at the end of the game. She reveals those red cards at the end. She has 10 red cards. Red is in the first position. So 10 cards times one is 10 points. Once she takes yellow, which is the first time she's taken yellow, she puts a yellow face up in the two spot. And if she has three twos at the end of the game, she earns six points. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you go, the game plays until one of you covers up your sixth spot because that's having one of each different color card. Well, there's seven colors, so I think you're there's one color you don't have. Oh, is there seven colors? I think so. I don't think so. Yellow, red, orange, black. purple, black. She's naming um, colors. She's got five colors. She, is, she does. She's green. Green. Ooh, that's six. I think that's it. Right? I thought there was like one color I didn't have and one color you didn't have. Like I didn't think I. I thought maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. It's okay though. I am. Yeah, no. for sure. Yeah, you're wrong for sure. No, it's okay. I just looked at some pictures. It has like, it looks cool. It looks awesome. It is beautiful looking. It's game. beautiful. I'm pulling up some pictures right now to show you guys. Um, you can see this cloth playmat here in the center. It looks beautiful, but I will say this cloth playmat is more of a hindrance than anything because 
uh, Nat- what Natalie mentioned earlier. It's got these, <laughs> yeah, it's pleated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so you really got to iron this damn thing or else you can even kind of see in this picture I'm showing you that the cards are just kind of like up on this. Yeah, I just you know pulled what I mean? a picture of it and it seems very creased. It's creased. Well, it's like really It's extremely thin. creased. It's like, yeah, it's not like a thick cloth. But it's beautiful. Yeah, I wonder if you ironed it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you tried to well, do because it. Because I bet it's that creased because... You know, it's brand new in the box, and they probably like. Oh yeah, Natalie they pre- thinks they, they ironed it before. Pressed it when they, yeah, yeah they right. pressed it to get, so it, into you, the, to get into the box. If you like yeah. iron it straight and then just kind of fold it up, it, I don't think it's going to be as creased. Could hang it on the wall. Forward. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. The game itself is very cool. Um, it's it kind of reminds me of a similar like a weight, the weight of like uh, like a patchwork. It's got yeah. that kind of yeah. feel to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very relaxing while also being a bit cutthroat, but not cutthroat in like a mean way, more in like a, oh man, I really needed to not let you get all those black cards while making sure I get the yellow cards. Like, it's kind of like that where you're like, okay, so how do I do that? Um, but it doesn't ever feel like you're getting screwed. You know, it just feels like, oh damn, she made a good play there. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of times in the game, the games that we played where Natalie like played a card and I'm like, oh, she's going for that how do I stop her? You know, and that was where the tension existed, which I thought was really cool. It's a lot more challenging than it first appears. And I like that, which is again, uh, uh, what I would say about patchwork. You play patchwork and you're kind of like, okay, this is simple. Cool. I got negative two. After a while. Yeah. yeah, You're like, what? So Mandala feels that way. Um, I thought the theme was really cool. I really enjoyed all the mechanisms and how they work together. Uh, It seemed very intuitive and streamlined. Uh, One of those, uh, like, why didn't I think of that? designs you know where you're just playing six yeah. cards to the thing and then it scores like that's so simple but there's very tricky decisions in this one the artwork was nice the game was quick it's a pretty nice two-player only game that uh, really just seems to fit right in there with patchwork acroteria those kind of games so i enjoyed it what i didn't like the play mat we talked about mm-hmm. that's basically the biggest thing i didn't like about it i would say <laughs> uh it's also the cards are square as you can see from the video they're square and rigid and you get and there's a bunch of them and you gotta shuffle them Oh right, and oh. <laughs> it's impossible. You're, they're just, they just come out in clumps, and so when they get, when you first get the game, all the cards are arranged in color order, right. and you got to shuffle them together. And it's like, how the hell do you do yeah. that? They're not gonna break in because they're square. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I put that on Instagram, like, how do you shuffle these damn things? And then somebody messaged me, and they were like, I put them in sleeves because shuffling in sleeves is so much easier. But yeah. he was like, but then there was a different problem because they're square, so you can never quite tell where the top is. Because uh, okay. they're all the same thing, you know, and, and when they're, uh, you know, on the back. Right. So he's like, it's just kind of a bummer. It. That's a very minor quibble. I just found annoying, um, but that's very minor quibble. I remember you were like telling me about your shuffling issue, and I had my hand, and I was like, I can tell. Yeah. Because I had like two colors in my hand. Right. And it's, uh, yeah. So the game's random. I mean, the cards could mess you over. I didn't find that to be a huge issue, though. The game's quick enough that randomness isn't going to make or break your enjoyment of the game. It could affect one particular play. You could get hosed by the randomness of the cards. You know, you really, really need an orange card to get, and you just, they're not coming up. Um, But that's not anything worse than any other game. I worry a little bit, though, about replayability, mostly because of what Natalie thought of it, um, which we'll hear in a second. But also because while I think it's a cool game, it doesn't really do anything eye-popping, you know? It's a really solid little two-player game, but it's not, like, mind-blowing. You know what I mean? It's a in a sea of games that are only two players. I think this stands up with them, but doesn't stand above them. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Sure. So it's good. It's really good. I, I think it's better than Good Night Great personally. I actually really enjoyed it. But I just wonder, are we going to reach for this over 
some of our tried and true two player games? Does it do enough to earn that spot on you know in our rotation? So what did you think? I want to know what you you were <laughs> thinking. I'm gonna say. Well, I just don't think you liked it. Oh yeah. And so I mean, we're not gonna replay yeah. it if you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh right right right. I mean, I don't. I did not like it. I just kind of thought my first play was good, not great. Um, I remember. F- I do want to give it another chance. Like I want to try take it again. Take a chance. Take a chance. Maybe the first play was one of those me. plays where you know, I didn't like it because I felt a lot of the time like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what am I supposed to play? And I felt like almost like I didn't get it. If you're looking at the video right now, you'll see there's six colors. Shut up. <laughs> How many times did you play? Once. Okay. Wait. Yeah. No, I thought we played twice. No. Oh, Ryan logged once? twice. You did? I don't I know. Oh. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> I thought we played once or twice. We did play Or three once. times a lady. <laughs> no, we only played one time. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like almost like the first time I just didn't quite get it. And that was kind of like frustrating for me. And it kind of affected my enjoyment of it. But I, that's why I want to play it again once I like now that I know the game. And... Um, I don't know. Yeah, you didn't have just, that like, yeah. okay, I get it now. Let's play it again. You were just kind of yeah. like, eh. Like, yeah. I was like, what'd you think? We were done. Like, I was like, what'd you think? And she was like, meh. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of, and, and then, <laughs> and um, I don't know. I didn't, I just didn't feel excited about it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I understand that. And at the end. um, Here's a great shot, by the way, of the mat and how it's like. Look, that was the one I, that was yeah, the one I looked at. Like, yeah. At the end, if you recall, like our final like mandala that ended the game. Yep. We were just like playing like. There was like a color that I don't remember the colors. Like I was playing green, which was one for him, but like four or five for me. Point so twice. I just kept playing a bunch of greens out, and then it was a similar thing to you. You had like let's black. Say it was black, yeah, and like black was low for me, but higher for you. And so I didn't really care about taking. You knew I wasn't really going to take the black. I knew you weren't going to take the green because it would hurt you and not give you as much points. So we're both just playing our colors, and which basically sort of evened out at the end you know and then we we ended the game and took our respective colors and then added up the points and uh you know i felt like you basically won because you happened to get a bunch of like colors in like your six (laughs) what i said no i played better i'll take my win away yeah if it came out in the right order yeah you played a bunch of you got a bunch of colors in like your six (laughs) and i got like none in my six or you know what i mean like it was a yeah a little bit of randomness yeah the randomness and i don't know it was just eh for me. So that's going to hurt replayability, I think, yeah. a little bit for us. Yeah. But I did say I want to try it again. Like, maybe maybe it'll be better. There is this, like, category of, like, the, these two-player 20-minute games that, for me, Patchwork has... Patchwork started for me. Like, that. Yeah. that's that's the 20-minute two-player game that I hold right. all these games you. up to. So if it's not better than patchwork i don't know if i'm gonna grab it over patchwork right so there's like you know i know people love like lost cities people love like i love jaypoor so that's one i'll grab all the time yep Uh, we have codenames balloon cup codenames duet like these games that are like these 20 minute i'm not talking you know um like the dual games the dual games are a little longer like seven wonders dual those are a little longer i I put this in a slightly different category these are 20 minute light games yeah and right now there's a lot of them that are really really good but in order for me to want to grab it or play it it needs to be better than all of those it needs to be you need to be better than patchwork right and that's like if you're gonna if you're out there developing some two-player game it needs to be more fun and better better than patchwork (laughs) according to us according to me yeah if you want us to buy it everybody (laughs) has everybody has that two-player game oh we have 20 minutes let's play a two-player game and they're gonna grab 
what's that game? Is it Jaipur? Is it is right. it Saikatsu? Yeah. Is it? That's, I mean, you got to yeah. do Boom. something that's going to you know, make you yeah. stand. It's really above. funny that we always say that, but like, when have we ever been like? Oh, we have like a half hour. Let's play a quick game. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think we do that sometimes with Codenames Duet, where we're sitting down here and we're like, let's play something. I don't want to get into something big. I don't yeah. want to have to learn something. Yeah. What do we know that we can knock out quickly? Yeah. I think that happens. I feel like our think. patchwork is Codenames Duet. It's Codenames Duet. Yeah, yeah. Codenames yeah. well, that's yeah. what he's talking and, and about. Lewis's yeah. is Mandala. Yeah. So like, right. Lewis likes yep. Mandala. Yeah. Him, yeah. And, him, him and his girlfriend have been so playing like said, it like crazy. Like, I, think it's, I don't think it's a bad game, and I wouldn't say I didn't like it. I just also wasn't excited about it i wasn't like oh yeah this is an awesome so it's gonna hurt replayability yeah that's gonna hurt replayability i'll try it out try it again i'll try it out yeah yeah it's cool all right jeff what you got next man i got a game called plunderbund plunderbund you ever heard of plunderbund i have from you no i think i have heard of it it was on kickstarter so it was a successful kickstarter okay and it's it was published by hachu games hachu like a sneeze that's for real okay h-u-t-c-h-u and the the oh, their icon you. is like it looks like a sneeze. Yeah. So, so a chew game is kind of funny. Um, and they so they were nice enough to send me a copy to play and to talk about with you guys. So we're gonna get oh, I see it. Hachu. <laughs> yeah, Hachu. It's got cool artwork. Hachu. I see some orcs on here. Yes. Yeah, so, so the the cover is very cool. It's yeah. it's set in the Prohibition era, but it has orcs and elves and these different like yeah. you know creatures in it, which is pretty cool. And you're this guild, you and your guild are, are trying to dominate the illegal goods market during Prohibition on this gigantic board. The board is huge, which yeah. is really cool. <laughs> and so it's a mixture of area control and deck building where the players are trying to control the different markets in the four areas of the board. So there's four big areas of the board and each area has, I don't know, six markets or something in each area. Mm-hmm. And so it takes place over 12 rounds. It's broken down into four seasons. So you have three rounds per season. And in each round, um, it begins by you put out these demand tokens on random merchants. So you have this bag of tokens and you pull them out and they're one of four colors and they have a number on them. So you place the token on the number. So I'll get to why that makes sense later. Um, and then you draw cards into your hand equal to your hand limit. It starts with five. It can go up with different actions. So you start with five and then you go back and forth and you execute all of your actions at once. So I would execute all of mine. Devin executed all of hers. Mm. And the different actions, uh, they're they're pretty simple to start with. Uh, there's different cards that add to it that are like more advanced options, but they're really... The main option is to place an agent or to move an agent. So you have this pool of very awesome looking agents. So I don't know if you can find a picture of the the handcrafted little plastic um, agents and racketeers. So if you're looking at the video, yes, those are it. And if you're going to buy Plunderbun, you I didn't realize to. these came with the game. When I first pulled this picture up, I was like, oh, someone made these. It, so it's <laughs> it's an addition. This, is add- this was a, yeah. a, a, an add-on for the okay. Kickstarter. And so uh, Hachu was nice enough to send me that this this. It was it's so cool. So those feel just so much better than like little wooden Did cubes you explain, or pawns. You, I, I might have totally missed the ex- explanation of Hachu. Did you explain it? No. Uh, but I'm assuming it's the two names. Yeah, of the a guys. game by Woody Hutzel and yep. Adam Chun. Yeah. So oh, okay. Hutchu. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. So they so the the cards. So the first thing you can do is is really one of the basic actions is to add an agent or add a racketeer to the board and you just put it on whatever merchant spot you want so whatever number and moving is pretty easy uh you can add it to anywhere you can move it anywhere so that action's pretty simple the other actions that you really start with are to move up on these four tracks that are surrounding the board so the four tracks are quality price appeal and ingenuity and those are all like representative of your product so your price of your product will go up the quality of your product will go up the appeal of product will go up Mm -hmm. ingenuity will go up and 
So you advance on those. And at the end of every season, players have the opportunity to sell goods that they've collected. And you collect goods through moving up on the different tracks every round. So you add goods to your pile. And then at the end of the season, so you do that three times. And at the end of the season, you have the opportunity to sell the goods that um, you sell the goods to the tokens that are on the spots that you're on. So if there are three 14 tokens and I'm the only one at the 14 spot with my agent, I can sell all of my goods to those people uh. for points. Okay. And and what's interesting is if there's a if there's a competition, so if there is two people or if there's three people or four, this game plays up to five, there's five people at the same spot, you're competing over those tokens. And the tokens, the color of the tokens match the tracks on the outside of the board. So the purple token, if I'm highest on the purple track, I get first bid at that point token. So I can then sell it to the purple. And then if, Ryan, if you're highest on the yellow, you can then sell the yellow ones. So you're kind of planning like, okay, I knew that for the majority of the game, I was not winning the, I don't know if it was purple or, or green track. I wasn't winning one of those. So I was like, well, Devin can take all of that, all those green ones there. I don't know if I can compete there. Right. But what's cool is there's a little racketeer that you can put out there and the racketeer just does illegal things. And the racketeer <laughs> at each, each of these spots can steal a token and oh. they can get points for stealing a token. So oh. I could go to that green spot where I know I'm not going to win it and take that token before Devin oh, and sell okay. it. So there's a little bit of yeah, that's a little cool. bit of take that. Not It's not a very take that sort of game. So there's a little bit of, I, I'm not, I'm not going to call it an economic game, but there's a little bit of economy yeah, and supply and demand that. and moving it around. And so at the end of the season, you, you can sell goods. And then moving into the next season, players add two cards to their deck. So there's a market of cards. The first player gets to take one. The second player takes two. And then the first player takes another one. And you add that directly to the top of your deck. So you'll see those immediately in the next round. And just like any normal deck builder, if you run out of cards, you shuffle them all up and you whatever. Sure. And there's another little mechanism that I thought was kind of cool is each of these cards have have an action on them and the action, many of them costs what they call a favor. And those are cards that clog up your deck. So if I want to move up two on the price track, I can move up two, but I have to take two favor cards and add them to my discard pile. And then they come up and all they do is just clog your deck up. Mm -hmm. When they come out normally for your hand, you discard them immediately. But that turn, instead of drawing five cards, you draw five and three of them might be favors. So you only have two cards to then work with. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's a way to kind of, randomizes the game a little more it also slows you down like you want to take these cool actions um but you have to take more of these favor things that might hurt your next turn right and then if they're still in your deck by the end of the game you lose one point for every one that's in there so that's important to try to get rid of them but also you want to take those actions okay so at the end of four seasons you do that four times you sell goods four times and then there is the end game scoring is one last sale and you get majority points for each of the sections so there's just like five points for controlling each section if you have the most agents or racketeers in in a section yeah yeah and so what did you think so good and bad so the if you're going to buy plunder bun you need to buy these little plastic (laughs) they are so cool (laughs) i showed devin the other thing she's like i wouldn't even want to play with that (laughs) i'm like so they're just so cool i wonder if she didn't see the new the newer ones if she would feel that way yeah i don't know yeah but it it was pretty cool and they're all like like some of them are you know some of them are white some of them are black some of them are green like the orcs so it's kind of cool they all like are, are different and I really liked the the tracks around the board. I thought managing those tracks that, that seems like a cool mechanism. that was the meat of the game. Um, because all right, if I, if I can get up on the green, I can win these tokens in the next sale, or I need to be able to move my guy to a spot where there's more green. 
Um, but do I have the cards to move them up? I really liked the managing of the the tracks. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Sweet. Um, the the demand tokens were cool. So I like that whole kind of system of that. I think that with more players, you're going to see more competition. Mm -hmm. So I knew I could just look at the board easily and be like, all right, Devin may or may not be able to go here. I'm going to be able to get these tokens. But I think maybe with five players, if I make my move and then Ryan, if you're last, if you're the fifth person, you might move people around and, and take stuff from me that I thought I had when I was sure. the first player. So that, that competition I think would drive more with more people. So I think that would work better at like four or five people. Mm -hmm. um, things that I was a little disappointed in is I knew that the game was a deck builder. So I was excited about it being a deck builder. Yep. And I wish that it could be on me also is that it it's not as big of a deck builder as I want it to be. It's mm. the majority of your act. It's all of your actions. So you, you are taking the actions, but I'm not building the deck as much as I wanted okay. to. Mm. Because you can only really, you're only adding six cards to your deck throughout the game at the end of every season. Oh wow! And the end of that seat, the end of the game is the last season. So sure. you're, you're doing it at the end of the fall, winter, spring, and so it's not. So a most of the cards huge... are the same cards. Most of the, yeah, the the, the, the cards you add to the deck are cool. Yeah. But most most of the cards between you and I or whoever you're playing with are exactly the, the same minus cards. six of them. Yeah. So I almost want to be able to add cards all the time. I yeah. want to be able to get that engine going. Or it'd be cool if like where, your starting cards were different yeah. in some way. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I, I think that's that's easy. That's an easy fix, or maybe they and. What is very cool about this company is I've already, when they sent me the game, they said, hey, I want you to go on BoardGameGeek. We've amended some of the rules based on some feedback we got. Oh. And I'm like, that is really cool from a publisher to do that. I know for how much people don't like Jamie Stegmeier, who I like a lot, he does a lot of that stuff too, which I think is very cool. So they went on and made like a rules amendment and said, hey, here are the cards you need to start with. Here's something about the tiles and just kind of change a little bit about the game, which mm -hmm. I thought was really nice. Um, but yeah, I wanted a little more deck building action to it yeah and it could have been my fault not researching as much but i when i looked at it i was like area control pretty cool supply and demand stuff cool deck builder i'm like in so i maybe hyped the deck building up a little yeah, too much like the reason you but it's it. just a, it's a small amount of deck building to add some of the cards to the deck but I, I wanted to be able to buy them like every round yeah you were kind of hoping that would be more of a forefront mechanism yeah and it was like kind of in the background yeah so it was definitely right. more of like an economic sort of supply and demand moving around cool game so yeah Awesome. But if you're going to buy, you got to buy those pieces. Yeah. yeah. They're so cool. And you can get those retail? Yes. Yeah, you can buy them. They're some it's upgrade pack. It's called like a... Yeah, so you can buy the game and then you can just... So you can buy it from their website, Hachu Games. Hachu Games. And, or you can find them on Instagram there, Hachu Games. Hachu Games. Instagram. This is their first game or they have other games? Yeah, I think this is their first first game. Their At least their first launch like, into the board game yeah. world. Yeah, their first big game. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. That's pretty sweet. I don't know if we should um, do the next game. We're, we're, we're not running long, but we're, we're at about... An hour here. I don't know if you want to keep going. Oh, we, can. We, we could just kind of move on if you want. It's up yeah. to you. You're the time, you man. You want to talk about it? You do want to talk about it. Okay. We can every, if it, We can talk about it quickly. We can talk about We'll do it quickly. Quickly. Do it quickly. All right. We'll have to explain. Quickly, we played The Voyages of Marco Polo. Ooh. And this is a dice placement game where you're rolling your dice each round, placing one or more of them on your turn to various places around the board to give you resources, move along the map, collect, satisfy contracts, or get money. Basically, the game gives you points in one of two main ways, either traveling along the... Alexa, stop! Alexa! <laughs> Shut your face! Oh what was she God. talking about? I don't know. She's just about Starbucks. Did I even say her name? No. I'm looking in here. I don't, there's no Alexa. I don't want to say it again. I know. <laughs> you want to start over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although that's kind of funny. Maybe we keep that in. <laughs> uh, anyway, the game gives you points in one of two main ways, either traveling along the main map to uncover more worker placement spots 
which a lot of them transfer into points, or by fulfilling lots of contracts. This strategy actually seems very powerful and hard to counter. But anyway, uh, after five rounds, the game's over, and whoever has the most points wins. It's very quick. Medium weight game designed by the famed duo Simone Luciani and Danielle Tascini. That yeah. remember that Matrix we yeah. I, I pulled up last episode or two episodes, episodes ago. ago. Yeah, uh, with all the stats on how many games they've designed. Blah blah. blah. Well, this is another one. Uh, the thing that separates this game from the rest of the pack are these variable player powers oh, that you boy. get at the beginning oh, of the game. Boy. If you know me, you know I love a nice variable player power. But in this game, calling the player powers nice would be doing them the most severe of injustices because they're not nice. They're insane. They're universe-altering, rule-breaking idols of mass destruction. And when you get one, you think there is no way in hell that this game can be balanced. And you might be right. I don't know. (laughs) But it was crazy how powerful these damn things were. But they were all powerful. So I go through the rules and I'm like, okay, every turn, you roll your dice and then you take your dice and then you got to play them. You know, depending on what pips you have is how good of an action you can do. Obviously, the higher the pips, like the better stuff you can do. And I'm like, okay, here's how it works. I'm like, okay, now, Natalie, your power. You don't roll your dice. Also, you get to just decide whatever you want them to As be. As I'm playing, so they can I all be, be like, sixes if you I'm want. I'm going to play this and make it a six. And so we say that, and everyone's like, "Oh uh, my god!" Frank, Frankie's Frankie like, goes, "That's bullshit!" That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to Frankie's power, and it's like, Frankie, you get a complete. You just get an extra die completely. And at the beginning of every single round, you get a brand new contract. You don't have to pay for it. And the contracts are like the main way to earn points. And everyone's like, what? everyone's like, yeah. "Whoa!" I know. And then mine, which I felt like was the weakest, but I just probably didn't utilize it enough. So there's a mechanism where when you what it's a worker placement game, but in most of the spots you can go where other players went, but you have to pay money to do it, and money is really toy like a toy in this yeah. game. Toit. So my power was I can go anywhere anyone already is, and I don't got to pay for it. Okay, which is was it was, it good. was good. It didn't seem to. I you don't probably see didn't that benefit it. because yeah. like you're not you're not getting something. You're not right. just not giving right. it. So yeah. then Kyle's, which is he he won by a a wide <laughs> yeah. margin. His his. Thing was over here on the board and we were all like way over there <laughs> so if you're listening to the audio he had like 50 more points than us yep. his thing was over here ours was over yeah. there is what that meant <laughs> yeah. so his power was there's a there's a spot on the board where you place your workers to get resources and there's basically one main spot to get resources there's two spots but one main spot where, and you have to go there you have to go to this bazaar because you get resources to complete contracts mm-hmm. and you get resources to move on the map. So it's doing everything for you. Kyle's power was anytime anybody went there, he got a resource for free of whatever they were getting. Just one. So like, you know, That's if cool. all three of us go there like four times. And he goes So it's there. not once per round. It's like no, it's every, every time. Every time anyone else goes, goes there, there, he gets one. Of whatever they're getting. Boom. So, so I go here and get camels. He gets a camel. I go here and get gold. He gets a gold. Now like he goes crazy. there and gets silk. He gets a silk. And now it's his turn. And he's like, I can complete a contract. Mm-hmm. And so that kept happening. He would just ancillarily get resources. And then on his turn, he's like, okay, I'll spend my action to complete this contract. Because now I have all the resources Well, the con- completing contracts are free action. Yeah. Too. So then he can so do... So he's just like completing contracts like crazy. And also you get points for have being the most completed contracts, and you get points for completing each contract. So, of course, he freaking wins. <laughs> you know? Well, it seemed that Kyle. seemed I imbalanced. I don't, I'm not saying it was. I don't, I'm not yeah. going to say that. It was one play. We don't know what the hell we're doing. Mm-hmm. None of us do. Yeah. So, I'm not, I am not going to be one of those people that's like, well, the game's broken, because a lot no, of people are quick yeah. to jump to that. It definitely seemed like his was the easiest play. Right. He even said at the end, he's like, I had a good time. He's like, but... I felt like I didn't have to do anything. Everything just happened to right. me. It was like a getting so handed it to was, him. Yeah, yeah, he's like, so it was fun because I was killing it, but 
Yeah, was I just winning fun myself, or was the game fun? Yeah, he's like, yeah. I found myself on my turn. I just had all the resources I needed to do whatever I wanted, yeah, it and it was awesome. Yeah. So I just was do that, and he's runners up the board. Um, so what I liked, I love dice placement games in general. I think we all do. We yeah. all really enjoy yeah, dice yeah. placement yeah. games. That part of it was fun. It's fun rolling dice. Well, not in Ellie's case, and placing them on the yeah, board to do things. I was like, I kind of want to roll them <laughs> <laughs> to do things. Well, you could have. You're just allowed to place them. I just roll them and then change it to whatever yeah. I want. <laughs> the powers were fun though. It was it was really cool. They like. Were- like when I was explaining them and everyone was like reacting like, oh my God, like Natalie was like, well, I don't have to roll my dice. I, I can, can just put them anywhere I want. I can choose yeah. whatever action I want, whatever dice roll I want, I decide. Like that's crazy. It's cool. Yeah. They're all like that. Every power is crazy. And there's a bunch of powers we didn't play with. So I really like that. I, the, I like that it's quick. It sets up pretty quick and it plays very quickly. A four-player game. I mean, we was we were through it in an hour and a half, I would say. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it might I have like been. That. It might have even been a it's little. a great time. It might have been a little longer because it was everybody's first play, but certainly you can play this game. Yeah, it's only that five quickly. rounds. There's yeah. not really a ton. There's not a ton to do. You can really either move, or you can get resources, or you can complete a contract. That's really all you can do. I mean, you can get some money, but it's just there's not a ton. Yeah, there's and your, not a your ton turns can be over on. quick because you can play one or more more dice on your turn. Um, what I didn't like, I didn't like the again. I love player powers. I love them. And this game does it pretty well. What I didn't like about Circadian's First Light was sort of present here where you can get pigeonholed by those powers. Um, so it wasn't as bad in this game. I should have utilized my player powers better. You know, I should. I, I kept going first and that I shouldn't have that shouldn't have mattered for me. Because going first now doesn't really benefit my power. Because my power is I'm right. allowed to go where other players go. Yeah. And so I just found myself, I was just like, why am I not doing it? I'm going to spots first. And I'm like, well, that's free. I should wait. And then I can go on any spot. You know, I should, yeah. you know. Um, so I didn't really use it that well. But it's, it definitely seemed like the strategy Kyle was using, which was just completing contracts, it seemed like that was that's the, way the strategy. Do you think it could have been like with... You think Frankie could have taken the contracts that he needed? You know what I mean? Was so the contracts that, that she got no? came like from a separate, separate stack. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. So no. So um, and the thing is, it's hard to know what he's gonna go for because he's getting like so on my turn I could be like okay he's got a couple gold and a camel he could get one of these four contracts and so if I try to take one I think he's gonna get and then Natalie takes silk resource now he gets a silk yeah and that helps him complete one i didn't see you're not playing your own game yeah and then i'm not playing my own game as much so yeah um it just left a little bit of a hmm kind of taste in my mouth and at the end of the game i kind of felt basically the way i felt the first time played with jeremy which was just like okay that was good not great it was good like i i when i was explaining the rules i was pumped up and then when we played, I was just kind of like, all right, it's, it's okay. It's not bad. Yeah. It's fun. But I wasn't amped up about it, you know, like I, like I was hoping to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just kind of, we were just playing and we, I felt like we were having fun because we were hanging out. Yeah. More than the game was providing the fun. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. So it was a cool game. What'd you think? Uh, yeah, I've, heard, I've had very similar thoughts to you. I know this is a game that you've been trying to get played for a while and... And you had said, you know, for some reason I didn't. Every time you'd bring it up, I was kind of like, "Am I going to play Marco Polo?" She's like, "No." 
I'm like, but, why? She's like, I don't yeah, know. and so then, <laughs> no. so then he's explaining the rules, and he's explaining the rules, and it's like dice placement, and you know, you do all these things, and I was like, why did I not want to play this? It yeah, sounds it's like awesome. Right it's like everything mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe you thought he wanted to play like Marco Polo, where he yells Marco, and you like, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the pool yeah. game, you, like walk Marco. around. Oh, no, I yeah. can see you. You were yes. always a fish out of water. So then, stupid. like, you know, he explains the game, and I'm like, this seems awesome. And then he explained the player powers, and we're all like, oh, this is so yeah, cool. Like, I'm gonna kill everybody with this. I can just do whatever I want, you know. And so I felt like at the beginning. I was like having so much fun and then my fun level just started like diminishing which is extremely odd feeling I don't remember I can't even think of another game where I'm like starts off like actually enjoying it and then as it goes on I'm like yeah it's getting it's not that fun here's why I think that happened I can I think I can I can give you some insight okay um a lot of games like I'll use underwater cities as an example when I taught you underwater cities I felt like you were just kind of like, oh, okay. And then you started playing it, and the game presented itself to you, and you were like, this is awesome. Yeah. This game is so fun. I didn't really think it was going to be this fun, but I'm loving doing all this stuff. Yeah. I think Marco Polo had the opposite effect. I think after the rules were read, you were like, this is going to be so great. Yeah. And then you play the game, and you're like, oh, it's not really as great yeah. as it well, even, seemed like it was going to be in my head. I agree with you, but even a step further, I actually was having fun playing. Yeah, but the how much of that was first. the was the this is going to be awesome? And you're playing, you're like, yeah, Probably. it's awesome, yeah. And then you're like, well, is it though? Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. because you know, I'm like having all these plans. I'm like, okay, well, I can just do whatever I want. So, like, my first move was I put a six on camels, and I just get six camels. Well, like, no one else could just do that. You know, get all the, like the max resources whenever they feel like it. And, and I can so I'm like oh man I'm gonna be moving around way more than everyone else and complete these like cards that I have and so I was excited about that you know planning that out and starting to play it but then as the game went on I'm like like they'll probably the last whole round I was like what do it's I not do? working like I thought yeah, yeah and like and Kyle's killing everybody Kyle I'm like everybody. Uh, I don't know right and she goes and gets six camels he gets a camel now it's my turn I get three silk he gets a silk you right. Know, yeah, and then, and then we were laughing because the other part is all of the resources. We're on the other we're on side the of the board from him. Side of the table of Kyle. So every time he gets one, which is every time anyone else gets one, he's like, "Can you hand me a silk?" No, no, no. He was not. He was going right. silk. <laughs> give me a silk. Yeah, so we, he couldn't just grab it. He we had to give him really all of his free like resources. They're right there. I grab him. I was like, you, "You take them. Put them just out of his reach." Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Here we go. He was like, "No." Frankie just like throw it at him. Yeah, she was throwing it at his face, and that made him laugh really hard. Oh, is that what all these components on the ground? Yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh, guys." Um, yeah, was, it was really funny. There was one point too. I think he Kyle was, was like, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, you know, Frankie's gonna be so mad. I'm gonna do this, and Frankie's just sitting there like, we're like, we don't I think don't she really actually care. cares that much. But it was, it was so funny. It he was just, so like, funny. Cares so much about beating her. And she, yeah, he says that normally she gets mad if he beats her. They're very you competitive. Know. It's yeah. re- it was re- it was really funny. So that's the voyages of Marco Polo. Uh, we thought it was good, not great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like I, good, I liked great. the game. I would even play it again, honestly. I, I didn't would probably think it was, play it again. I don't think it was bad. I feel I, like uh, there was, like you said, there wasn't a ton going on. It, it, I don't know. It just wasn't that exciting. And yeah, it's just like good, not great. It's just a good way to put didn't it. Didn't grip us, which yeah. is uh, unusual for both these right, designers and, I I was, and the mechanism. Right, I was excited about the mechanism. I was like, oh, this is like you said, right up my alley. And then we were playing it, and I was like, eh. And even with the player powers, like that probably got me the most excited. Like, oh man, I was just gonna go. <laughs> well, they're sweet. Yeah. yeah. And it still was just kind of like, mm, it was all right. It was, it was yeah, pretty good. It was all right. Pretty good. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> it's one of those phrases that doesn't exist. It's an old phrase. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my dad still says all the time. 
Well, he's old. Old people say stuff that <laughs> happened in like the early 90s. Yep. Like, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Now, your dad says AF all the time. Yeah. Well, he, he also, yeah. There's some oh things he God. thinks are Enrique cool. Enrique is talented as AF. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, he also got, says in a text when he texts me, instead of probably, he says probably. Oh, yeah. That's dumb. Yeah, that'll probably work. I'm oh. Like, like it will. What? Like Tommy Pop. Come no. on, man. I don't even. I've never. All right. Well, let, let's get moving. Jeff, you want to talk about Animatrix right quick? No, do you, are we are we okay? Well, I don't want to. Uh, we talked about this, so yeah. If you got stuff to say, you wanna you wanna hit it up, hit it up. We I'll, we're at about up, an hour fifteen, so oh, I'll do Animix quick. So do Animix it, it. is a new summer game that is coming out, or maybe is just out from Blue Orange Games. Blue Orange Games has come out with. I might have counted wrong. I think for their 2020 spring summer release, they're coming out with 20 new games. Wow! And they're they're like they're family games and they're lighter games. And Animix yeah. is another really light game. But in Animix, players are trying to collect the right mix of animals to score the most points. And the game begins with a grid of animal cards. So depending on how many people you have, there's different number of animals, and you shuffle them up and you put them into a grid. So the one that Dev and I play was a four by four grid of animals, mm-hmm. and you start with a card of uh, a hand of five or six cards that are made up of the same animals, shuffled up and and dealt to you shuffle up and deal and on your turn you only do one of two things you take a card from your hand and you put it in your own discard pile or you take a card from your hand and you switch it with one on the board oh. and then you take the one from the board and you put it in your discard pile so you're only taking five or six turns depending on how many cards you start with and the player count okay and so you do this until your hand is empty and when your hand's empty the game is over and everybody then flips over their discard pile and they determine who collected the most animal of each type oh that person who collected the most elephants monkeys, lions, whatever, they score that animal there on the grid. Not a lot of pictures here. There's not a lot of pictures. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Newer. Okay, I see that. Um, yeah, this looks so cool. the, first of all, the art is amazing. So if you're looking yeah, at the video, the art is super awesome. cool. So you score each individual animal, and each animal scores differently. So let's say the th- there was this one that we had called the lovebirds. So yeah. I had the most lovebirds in my discard pile, and they scored on the grid if two of them were next to each other. So each one that was next to each other, oh, I got four cute. points for each of the lovebirds that were next to each yeah, other. Yeah, I can see how that on the top yeah. left they have it the, yeah, the, the how they score. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And so Devin had the most elephants. So the elephant scored, you looked at which row had the most elephants and you got two points for each row, or each elephant in that row. Okay. So you just add up your points and most points wins. Oh, it cool. is, it's super quick. So the the mechanism of the collecting the most or having the most remind yeah. me of like Arboretum. Yeah. We have to have the most. So there's this a little bit of challenge of trying to go, all right, I want to be able to put this this elephant on the board so I can score more points for elephants, but that means it's not in my discard pile. So maybe next time I'll take this monkey that I had and switch it with the elephant so the elephant then is in my... So you have to manage yeah. the board and your discard pile because I thought I had the most elephants. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to win. Yeah, right. <laughs> Devin had the most elephants, and I was like, "Damn!" Like, oh. So then right. she she had the majority on two of them. I only had the majority on one of them. Oh, so she wow. she ended up winning. But the game it plays in like ten minutes because oh. you're literally only taking five. You're only doing five or six things depending on how many cards you have. So wow. it takes ten or fifteen minutes, it maybe plays up fifteen to six with people, more people. Oh wow! That's yeah, so you just add more animals with more people, and the different mix of animals is going to create a new game every single time you play. It was it was fun. Uh, and, and again, just staring at the art was cool. I just found myself like, man, this is yeah. cool. Remind me of like Lion like King. Penguin. I was yeah. like, you know. And yeah, I would I would check that out. Uh, Blue Orange has a lot of really cool family games coming out. They they've always been a cool family game company. For sure. Mm-hmm. And and not like I always think of Haba as like a really young company. Yeah. Yep. Blue Orange is almost that next step of like if you have yeah, like right, six, yeah, seven kids. year olds. Sure. There's some really cool games from Blue Orange that have yeah, that's true. That, that are that are coming out or have come out in the last 
few weeks by them. So agreed. Check out Animix. Awesome. Animix. Well, it is that time again, you delicious medium rare porterhouses, for Jeff to talk <laughs> about your opinions and thoughts on this episode's Instagram inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Welcome to the Instagram inbox. Me again, the Mad Board Gamer. <laughs> Mad Board, did you guys see my new logo? Oh, yes. Yeah. Holy it's cow, awesome. that's Man. cool. That is Shout a cool, out cool logo. Plan for Games, Zach, who is the Photoshop genius. Like, did he like invent Photoshop? I think so. Because it's incredible. First of all, you should check out his page because each picture he photoshops into this cool. So whatever it's game always he's playing. It's always hilarious. Oh, my really? gosh. They're always oh, so, it's so oh, You haven't it. seen it? Oh, oh, God, it's amazing. Yeah. You have to look at his he's page. He's been doing that. Since the very beginning of, of our accounts, I remember I remember him being well. He invented there. Photoshop. That's yeah, cool. right. He's he is so so he like put this thing together quickly, and he's like, "How does it look?" And I'm like, "He's like, let me know if there's anything you want me to change." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Screw like, this you is guy. the greatest perfect. thing. Perfect. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen." And they, perfect, yeah. He like well, had this, did this little thing where he like connected some of the letters. He's like, "Oh, let me do this. This bothers me." Connected it in like one second. Here, I'm, I'm like, pull it I couldn't up. even do anything. But it's it's incredible. So yeah. shout out to Zach. Thank you so much. That was just good on you, Zach. So cool. So I'm really excited about that, and I just keep putting it on like all my stories. I keep like stamping it in random places. Um, So anyway, I asked a question for the inbox this week that basically the idea that we kind of have our own language sometimes that during game night, we say stuff that in the real world wouldn't make any sense. So I asked, what are some things you only say while playing games? And I got some good answers from some people. Oh Oh, yeah. So we're going to start with our buddy over in the UK, Jim Gamer. Jim, what What board game.com. And he said, he gave me a few of them. So Jim Gamer says, Oh, I've got loads. <laughs> I'm just going to be like a resource thing. And then, so he says, also, no, you can't have a drink on the table. What are you thinking? <laughs> Which you go with the snack thing. Like, can you wash your hands before you touch this? Stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he said, this one's funny. And this is like, myself and Ryan have said this many times. Oh, oh, hang on. Don't put that away. Let me take a picture first. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> Everybody who's on Instagram knows that they, yep. they did that as well. So ZimV 2.0 Joey says, so, and I had to ask her some background about this. I was like, she said, red team go, is what she said. And I was like, I don't understand what that means. So apparently when she was younger, she used to play a game of Risk. Oh, And if you only played two players, they had, they suggested adding a third, like, dummy player sort of thing. And it was red. And you could each control this red character troops, I guess. Okay. So they would always, like, whenever they moved them around the board, they would yell, go red team, or red team, go. go. And that just, I guess, carried on through all their game nights. And I always think about stuff that, like, we say that just carries over and over and over and over. These inside jokes that get created. Mr. Measles. Oh, yeah. Mr. Measles said the classic one, which I was expecting to get a lot of, I need some wood. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Leave it to him. Wait, that's yep. what you say in and out of game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, measles. Yeah. <laughs> Nuclear Knight 83. Peter. I'll go to the dark alley to kill this person and get four cubes of bone and four cubes of muscle. Yeah, okay. I know that that's abomination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yep. So, uh, another good buddy of ours, Nestor, he says, when I win versus my kids, he shouts, say my name. And the <laughs> And the kids have to answer, Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a That's message. Really oh, yeah. he had, So he sent you one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That he meant to send to me. I was going to say, was I, one of the, I didn't even know what the heck he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I don't know if you have All it. All right, or, here it is. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. So this is things that he says during games. So it says, he says, uh, I speak a lot of Nicaraguan Spanish slang. So I might say, oi, move ese con chunche. Translation, hey, move that shit. <laughs> but chunche, I'm probably not saying that right. Chunche, I don't know, is a double meaning word in my country. So it also means 
the P word. Ooh. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I sent him a message and I was like, thanks for the response. It was really funny. And he's like, which one? And I'm like, you only sent me one. He's like, oh, I think I might have sent that to Ryan. (laughs) But he's like, Ryan didn't say anything back to me. I said LOL. So Mr. Day 1607. Just buddy, yep. Yeah. And bad board games covers both say that they just say you say victory points. You just don't, you don't say victory points or or uh, Lewis likes to call them veeps. Veep. Veeps. I'm like, well, you could just walk around and just call things veeps. Like sure. every time you do something good, just yeah, victory points. Veeps. Getting points. Uh, Family Meeple does something that uh, my good friend Bill does. They go, if you like it, then you should have put your meeple on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or replace meeple with whatever you're putting on things. Right. So that was yeah. Good. He does that all the time. Yep. Um, a new a new person. To the uh, to the inbox. Ooh, hey. Uh, bulls and boards. What's up, bulls and boards? I feel like is that a new that account? Sounds familiar. It could they be a new account. They just started following me. Yeah. yeah. So been really active. On, we've chatted a little bit, so that's been very cool. Cool. Uh, it says again, just things you say only with board games. Had this been punched yet? Like, <laughs> and I told him I, I, I sent him or her a message, and I was like, <laughs> I, I say really that about good. people all the time. Has this person been punched yet? Because they should. <laughs> um, the McMeeples, sorry for the language. The McMeeples, who is uh, uh, Sam and Michaela, they were formerly Don't Play an Eight, if you remember right. them. Right. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Um, they're creating a board game, actually. They're going to try to get it going on TTS, so we should try to try Ooh, it. Really? Sometime. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, Michaela, when she's winning, says, Suck my dick. <laughs> so. Don't we I'm all? I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So she only uses that in games. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not, not well, in the real world. Yeah. 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 That's good. Um, the uh, Meeple Lane, Meeple Lane, who I've said this a bunch too. Dang it. I think I just died. Well, let me check. Yeah, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's, right, that's, that's really good. good. So, and then uh, Emotional Cyborg talks about how they... Uh, she just uses ye old English all the time. That the oh, really? accents just okay, change, they just, and they yeah. just start I'm with saying, her on that. Yep. "Yeah, like and that just I, comes out." Yeah, we just like we sing songs or do strange yep. things. Yeah. I just or, turn southern. Ryan all the just time. goes yep. like, "I'm gonna put this right here, and then yeah. over here, gonna go right there, <laughs> right here, near it, and right here." Yep. So that was that's it. That's some people things awesome. that people say. That's funny. Um, I like you know, that. we always we sing songs, or I remember Eric used to sing Aaron Neville all the time. All the time. Yeah, um, don't know who much, don't know much, but in the world of you. <laughs> but it yeah, actually just, didn't relate to the game at all. That would just happen spontaneously through, the, through yeah. playing. And that's just the great thing about board gaming is that social aspect. You get these little uh, inside jokes, and yeah. I even see it with my students where they come in and they say something about the game they played. It's and that's great. The, and isn't that the whole point of gaming? Is yeah. to just like you have moments like that that you remember now. Yes. You yes. Know? It's the experience. Yes. Yeah, suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> so think about the things you say during <laughs> during board games and. Send, yeah. me, send me some funny ones. Yeah, we'd we'll, love to hear yeah, more of that. That'd I would be cool. love to hear more. <laughs> it is now, once again, time, you disgusting mushroom pineapple pizzas, for Natalie to take a game <laughs> through the ringer on this episode's board game beatdown. On today's board game beatdown, I picked a game that I've never played before, <laughs> and I think you guys have. I'm totally not sure, so hopefully you did. Probably. Um, it has 20,000 ratings. Oh, yeah, I know this one. 3,400 comments, <laughs> ranked number 13 Okay, on BGG's Top 100 Games. It. 13, 13. Any guesses? Any guesses? Um, I don't know. Nope. Spirit Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've played this. Okay. I yeah. thought you have. Well, okay. I owned it for a while. Oh, Okay. Um, anyways, let's see what people have to say about this game. We <laughs> hate it. Rick three six twenty three says terrible, misguided design, nonsensical theme. 
nonsensical theme. What? Wait, all right. I, I'm not a big, huge fan of this game. But how is the theme nonsensical? It's basically it makes, the island is fighting back against the the the, the colonists. Uh, yeah, the colonists yeah. who are coming in. Yeah. Well, how is that nonsensical? Yeah, that's not. I mean, it's fantastical, but I wouldn't say it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're you're playing a board game. <laughs> like, like, come not on, the real world <laughs> nonsensical theme. How am I supposed to ever believe yeah, that an on. island would come back and Islands kill me? Islands never fought me before. <laughs> uh, Mick Garan, nineteen sixty-five, says one of the worst, most needlessly complicated games I've ever played. Mm. Well, you can't argue with worst, I guess. But <laughs> needlessly like complicated. I don't really understand. I mean, it's it's a complex game, you know. It's yeah. it's heavy and it's big. And it, I, my big complaint with it is it's overtly difficult. It's one of those like it's, hard. it's so difficult it's not fun for me mm-hmm. games. Yeah. But I don't think it's. But I was never bogged down by the yeah like, the rules were like, of it. Yeah, needless. I was bogged down by getting our butts kicked by the island. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, what a terrible <laughs> nonsensical theme. Bunny Jair says way too much bookkeeping. Seventy five percent more streamlined would be appreciated. Okay, I mean, I could understand if someone wants the game to be a little more streamlined. I could, I could see that as being a complaint. I wouldn't say it's overwrought or it's there's no. a ton of bookkeeping, but I think it's okay. bookkeeping. Yeah. yeah, all right. Peepser says, <laughs> "Don't enjoy co-ops as they are not games; they are puzzles." Best part about the board game hobby is that there are more and more co-ops and solo games coming out all the time, which means I'm saving a lot of money by not being, buying any more games. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> well, yeah, if you don't like co-op, you don't like co-op. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Move on. I'm not huge with the complaint of it's a puzzle. You know, yeah, I like they're puzzles. not. Well, plus they're not all that way. The ge- there's yeah. random agency in the game and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, sure, the game can't actually make decisions. Um, but right. I don't necessarily think that means it's a puzzle, and then once you solve it, you're going to win every time. <laughs> right. Uh, people say that all the time. It's just, come on. Yeah. Admiral Crunch says. <laughs> I think we've had I this love before. Cereal. Yeah, yeah, I think we've had this before. Pure trash. Best uses kindling. Oh. <laughs> we've had, that's been a, that's been a popular negative comment. Yeah, people like people talking like about burning, burning games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah get more AC, creative people. Uh, says, I don't get why this game is so popular. Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> I don't get why it's so popular. (laughs) Top of the muffin to you. (laughs) PTN19 says, the theme is stupid and the gameplay is very tedious. (laughs) The game is stupid. It's dumb. Dumb. Yeah, dumb game. Stupid, dumb game. Wolvercoat says, perhaps more fun than waterboarding, but debatable. <laughs> mm, uh, disagree. So he, he's like played it, and he's like, "Let me get waterboarded." I would rather be well, tortured. Sucks. Yeah. But I don't know. It's close. Yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> Still rather play Spirit Island. I think yeah. and be tortured. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. Orange says, "Oh, an <laughs> <Just> orange." orange. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Instagram account. Glad you didn't say egg. banana. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another overwrought co-op game with an extremely stupid story. Waste of time and cardboard. This game pollutes the world. God, I really oh, don't, I really, man. You would not like that theme. I, I think the theme is kind of cool. I think it's a cool theme. Because <laughs> you don't anyway. usually see the other way around. around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People, Humans are coming cool. in and constructing buildings and you know polluting the yeah. world. And the island's like, Fuck no, bro. Yeah. Here I come. Back. Yeah, I yeah. kind of like it. Come at me. Tanek says, this game uh-huh. is not beautiful and not immersive. <laughs> <laughs> not beautiful and not, not beautiful. Not, that is one. <laughs> okay, one. <laughs> no. um, Kyle White says, "What would you expect from a game so unaware of how ignorant and unconnected with history its theme is?" It's not a histor. <laughs> it's not like you open the book and it's based on true events. There's rock golems. <laughs> Come on, well, rock golems aren't real. Like they're not just. They're just not real. Did they only like like 
war historic like but the game non-fictional type historical <laughs> reality what <laughs> it's it's like if i played if i played watergate and like nixon wins yeah well that's not well that accurate didn't happen i'm not playing this crap <laughs> yeah, how dare you leech two nine there's no cities underwater yeah. <laughs> stupid Leech2999 says, its appeal is perfect for middle-aged gamers who've played nothing more complicated than Catan-esque games and burn themselves out on noob stuff. Then they get off on the take that aspect of Spirit Island's theme. They get off on it. The game strategically fools (laughs) them into thinking they are smarter than they are, (laughs) that they are Euro gamers, and by beating a seemingly complex game, they gain a false sense of satisfaction. If someone loves this game, I already know too much about them, more than I want to or need to know, much like the people who love patu- is this Samo? Patchouli, Ed Hardy, or the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> what, who is this? Rocky Horror is good. Leech 2999. Leech 299. So if, if he knows that you, enjoy, you, you're talking to him and he's Isn't like, what well, game do you like? And you're like, Spirit Island. Oh, I know what kind of person you are. Yep. What's wrong with Rocky Horror? Diet? You're like someone who likes Ed Hardy or the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show is good. I, get Ed I Hardy, hate how people say but, things as if everyone in the world also thinks it's yeah. terrible. Right. I looked up patchouli because I'm like, what is that? It's like a species of plant and it's like oils used in like perfume and incense and like so alternative it medicines. It's kind of like a hippie All right, guy. type thing. <laughs> What's his name? Yeah, Leech. Leech. Yeah, you are a leech. Yeah. Lewis Holland says, ah, it's okay. The only game I've ever gotten rid of. <laughs> wow, the only game you've ever gotten rid of. And it's okay. okay. Yeah, but yeah, one. This person's having right, a good right. time with yeah. these games. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but one. Right? Yeah, one. It's okay. One. <laughs> one. Uh, Paul Aminus says, Ooh. a true case of, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that You know what? I, I appreciate agree with that. that comment. Yeah. I appreciate that comment. Yeah. Because that's how I feel. Like, you're not a bad I'm game. I'm cool that I people love really that game. Like yeah, me too. Much. I don't remember. Where, I don't know if it's Fantasy and Some Flights or Being Friends Official or both of them. They love that game. And I'm like, I want to love that game. So again, it's just, we we just got demolished. Hosed. So <laughs> yeah. anyway. Big time. I tried it with uh, Donkey Kong one time too. And it was, we were... 20% through we were like it's over we've, mm-hmm. we've lost yeah. and then I was like you know a lot of games do that to you where you feel yeah, that way see. let's play it out no we were just <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, wet turtle says <laughs> way too much of a brain burner not fun okay all right okay big bad Leroy Brown says <laughs> what a stinker what a stinker <laughs> isn't he a stinker <laughs> and last splatty says splatty Jeff likes Susanna hates <laughs> oh, you like it. But yeah, but Susanna doesn't like it. Oh, it's the G-offs. Oh, yeah. G-offs G-off. likes Susanna yep. hates. Wow. <laughs> Take that, Spirit Island. So I guess we'll Island. give it a one. Yeah. You know, only one of us likes it. One of us it, likes one it. Of us yeah. likes so it. one of us likes it, so I give it a well, one. Well, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wait, who likes it? He likes Jeff it. Likes yeah, it. happy Susanna wife, happy life. Yep. She doesn't like it. Okay, sweetie, I hate it too. I'll rate it a one. It's terrible. Let's get rid of it. Hey, guys, I have a surprise for you. You do? Yeah. So we do this where we take these games that are good or people really love and we beat them down. I found the opposite. I want to talk about a bad game and give it some love. Oh, that's a cool idea. So do you guys know what the bottom ranked board game on BGG is like the number. Le- okay, it, it, it's, I will tell you, it's, it's nineteen thousand and sixty-two. No, I don't. Do you know what that game is? No, probably something we never heard. You of. have nope. You have played it maybe hundreds of times. Are you serious? Okay, so it's got to be like a cranium or something like this. No, no. Have you played cranium hundred times? No. Oh, you're saying we've actually the, played this hundred? Oh yeah, I think you've probably played this one hundred times. Is it not like exaggerating? Crokinole? No, no. Crokinole's on top one hundred. It, it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh, like, 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 like yeah, it's good. No, no, it is. We haven't played it, It's like 
It's tic tac toe. Okay, I was gonna say I'm like it's oh, it's gotta so be a game that we ranked. Yeah. So here's some things about tic tac toe. <laughs> it gives you know how BGG always gives a year, like Gates Lane. Yeah, like when was okay. it? Right, right. Um, tic tac toe, uh, minus thirteen hundred. So it's wow. been around a long time. The BGG rating is a two point seven. Oh my god. And like wow. I said earlier, the ranking is 19,062. It, <laughs> yeah, it is the bottom ranking. There are, people actually rated it, I mean? Yes, there are 3,000 3, ratings. So I wanted to read a couple tens. Yeah, let's build up. The so, board game build up. Let's yeah. give some love board game to Tic-Tac-Toe, which is the poor bottom ranked game. Here we go. On BGG. Let's build you up in this episode's board game build up. Build up. Wow, 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 wow. I am. You think you're number one? You're very dead last. <laughs> oh, oh, no, we'll help you out. Make feel like you're good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. You, you think you're bad, but you're yeah. better. You think you're in yeah. last place? No, you are no. in first place. <laughs> yeah. So I am KKA says, hey, people appreciate history. <laughs> yeah. 1300 BC. <laughs> CFUS 2000 says, okay, look, the game is solid, <laughs> sure, but A, it's free. B, it has decision making. Yep. It is far and away better than shoots and ladders. Far and and doesn't away. deserve to be the lowest game on the list. No, sir. Great beginner game for kids. Oh, it is. So shoots and ladders, I think, is next or like in oh, the like bottom right couple three. Yeah. Yes. Jim Natarian. Oh All you need is a napkin and a and a crayon from Denny's. <laughs> Everyone starts here, and who wouldn't take the opportunity to ruthlessly crush their four year old niece at tic tac toe? <laughs> Ten. You gotta go to Denny's to get that. Crayon. All these people are ten right. out of ten. Tic Tac Toe is a game that's on like a lot of kids' menus at restaurants. Yeah, true. Leo Weiner says Tic Tac Toe is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it has tens um, and it's still rated a two point seven. <laughs> yeah, it has. It has. I, it has a few tens. I looked. Um, I don't. I'm maybe eighty tens or so out of the three thousand. Um, Tim AK87 says, Tic-Tac-Toe is an immersive game of X's and O's. You take the role immersive. of an X, working on your family farm when your neighbor O comes and tries to steal your crops. Act quickly to clone yourself and join hands with yourselves to create a straight line. But watch out, because the O's are trying to do the same thing. Oh the first player to create a link of three clones wins. Clo wow, that is incredibly immersive. Who yep. is this guy? This he is like Tim AK87. Tim AK87, you yeah. are getting a message from me, my friend. Tic -tac -toe. Yep, yep he themed awesome. it. Um, Bob, Bob, Bob <laughs> says, Tic -tac -toe. Bob, this Bob, game Bob. has saved the world. Did you forget about the movie War Games? Have you guys seen War Games? No. no. Oh, at the end of War Games, to blow up the War Game computer, they play Tic Tac Toe play over, and over, and over and over again. There you go. 2.7. <laughs> Joel Fournier says, overlooked early Reiner Knizia game. A little weak on theme, but very fun. It's like my David Chess. I always play the X's. Get the deluxe edition. <laughs> so and if, you, if you're interested in tic-tac-toe, there are a few people that are up, have it up for trade. <laughs> so you can go on, you can, you can trade. How do you get a physical like, copy tic -tac -toe. of tic-tac-toe? So if you're looking for it, I would reach out to T-Muscle. <laughs> T-Muscle says, really basic. Paper and pencil, it's all you need. You draw two vertical lines and a horizontal line, and two horizontal lines going going into each other i even have the paper and pencil very clean and in good condition <laughs> or you can reach great. out to dj flippy who has yeah, the first edition paper somewhat wrinkled only played twice two x's and an o already filled in with a pencil <laughs> but you could be it could be easily erased with little trouble so this is hilarious that was the oh, that's the, the board game build up board that game build up that, that was the so funny. To pump crying. up tic-tac-toe a little I'm bit i'm crying here I mean, oh you're right. I've played tic-tac-toe recently with yeah. your kids. Mm -hmm. Wow, and it holds up, huh? Would you rate it the la the worst really? game you've ever played? Probably not. 2.7? <laughs> well, because it's solved, right? Um, I did ask Devin. I was like, I asked her, I'm like, do you know what? Take a guess at what the bottom ranked game is. And I told her tic-tac-toe, and she's like, I like tic-tac-toe better than that stupid pirates game I played. 
<laughs> the one that you play with Joe? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that is really funny. So, one of our awesome listeners, Sam, uh, at Miss French Toast, messaged me about a month or so ago with a random question that I thought would be super fun to base this episode's game on. So, here's the quoted question in question. Um, oh, my God. What? I also, I forgot to send Sam Codex. Sam, I owe you Codex. Oh. And that is coming in the mail <laughs> real soon. Ooh, sorry, holy Sam. mother of gravy. I'm sorry about that. I will ship that out to you in the next year or so, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, here's the question that she sent me. She said, Ryan, fuck, Mary kill with Star Wars Destiny, Quacks of Quedlinburg, and Strike. And then she says, I don't know why I chose these games other than they're ones you talk about regularly. Okay. I was so excited to do this. Uh, for those of you <laughs> not familiar with the concept of fuck, Mary kill, you are presented with three things, usually people, and you have to pick one that you want to have sex with one that you want to marry, and one that you want to kill. It's awesome, and it usually creates some interesting, like, oh, God, I have to kill one of these people? <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, my response was, oh, my God, easy. I'd fuck Strike because it's sexy and takes a beating but keeps going. <laughs> I'd marry Star Wars Destiny because it's the only game I've ever loved, and I'd kill Quacks in a crime of passion after I find it appearing as the fuck on Natalie's list. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. I had bombs. so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm not going to beat this, this or not. Nah. Who cares? No, screw it. I had so much fun with that and basically told Sam that eventually this was going to appear on the show. And uh, that one day has come and it is this day. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff and Natalie, are you ready to play Fuck, Mary Kill? Sure. Yes. It's going to be difficult and weird. Yep. <laughs> so please just get into it. Try to go with the flow. All right. Here we go. Weird. We're going to start with the our mad board gamer, Uh-oh. Jeff. Yeah, boy. All right, Jeff, your first. FMK okay. is Rado, <laughs> Tom Vassell, okay. and Rodney Smith of Watch and Play. <laughs> Jeff, who do you want to fuck? Who do you want to marry and who do you want to kill? I'm going to... And why? Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Take your time for sure. All right. I'm going to marry Rodney. Okay, let's hear it. He... The way he flips those boxes and catches them. How does he do that? Is just he's inc- he's an incredible talent. <laughs> I can just imagine him in the kitchen flipping like spatulas and stuff and just catching them and cooking. Me and you want to see that for the rest of your yeah, life? Yeah, I just want to see that for the rest of my life. Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm to understand that he has the world's best cuticles. What? what? Yeah, that's people, not a thing. People, yeah, that's I'm thing? on the secret. Oh, cabal. because he's. Can you even see his people's cuticles? Well, yeah, his Maybe. he's constantly touching components in his game, uh, and so people will. I have commented been like you have no so he <laughs> talked about it so he was asked about I can't remember if it was the Secret Cabal podcast he was on or Blue Peg Pink Peg and they asked him I think it was Secret Cabal and they were like you know what do you do to your fingernails and he was like I trim them myself I guess so he doesn't do anything to <laughs> yeah. them anyway so that's uh, that's your Mary okay that's my Mary All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck Rado <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Rado because afterwards I want him to do a run through of our sexcapade <laughs> oh my god because Rado runs through our sexcapade. Rado's gonna run through your butt. And then, <laughs> and then, no offense. You need to put like a warning before this. <laughs> yeah, I will. I gotta, I gotta kill Tom. You gotta kill him. Sorry, Tom. I like him, but I, you know, the other guys got you beat, and then you need to. And he, someone he, has to die. He doesn't listen to our podcast. Right. So, right. Well, I don't think someone has to, to die. But. What are you talking about? No, Rado and Rodney Smith regularly send me. You mean messages. your lover and yeah. your and your husband do listen to the podcast? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they I feel like they would also help you hide the body 
Where I think if you yeah. killed someone else, Tom Vass will turn you in right away. Yeah, because he's a, he's really like nice. Yeah, he's he's a nice dude. Yeah, sorry, right, man. Gonna be he's like, sorry, Tom. Let's just go to Malta. Let's do and everything. No one will know. Yeah. Let's run through. All right, that's great. Nice. So as a recap, Jeff is marrying Rodney Smith. Yep. Because she want he wants him to watch him uh, flip uh, yeah, yeah, spatulas yeah. in the kitchen. Fun thing for the rest of our lives. <laughs> he would grotto so he can get a recount of how it went. Yep. And he would kill Tom Bass. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Natalie, yeah. your first FMK is The Office. Okay. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, bro. And Parks and Rec. Which one are you going to... Which one oh, are you going to marry? Boy. And which one are you going to kill and why? What? How do you... It's a TV show. Yep, how do you do it? Yep, how do you, you do, do it? How do you bang the show? Going to have to do it. <laughs> well, you okay. Them. <laughs> I think that... Do I have to go in like the order? I don't care. I no, Jeff didn't. He went marry, okay. fuck, kill. I'm gonna marry the office. How, why? Because that is like a for life show. Like you, you watch it over and over right. and over again, and you never get sick of it, and you're just always in love with it. Wonderful. Just like the person you would marry. Yep. Wow. Right? Okay. Okay. Um. Safe answer. <laughs> <laughs> <The> <laughs> She's like, two, oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess. Oh, I forgot. I guess I would fuck Parks and Rec. Okay. Why? Um, Sexy Rob Lowe? Yeah. There's a lot of pretty <laughs> people shape. on it. Yeah, he is. No, I don't know. Um, for like 10K. Well, I like Parks and Rec better than Everybody Loves Raymond, and it's like a close second to like The Office, and so it's like if I can't marry Parks and Rec, then I'll just like fuck him on Parks the side. Parks and Rec turns me <laughs> you know? on more than yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. And we got one, no one on that show turns me on. No. <laughs> And then I guess I would kill Everybody Loves Raymond because his mom would drive me insane and I would be forced oh, to murder. Yep. Wow. Murder <laughs> would just drive there. you to death. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's bring it back a little bit um, a little bit more normal here. Jeff, with your second one. Okay. All right, Jeff. Crokinole. Okay. Underwater Cities. And Happy Salmon. Ooh, Happy Salmon. Which one are you going to... Which one are you gonna marry? Which one are you gonna kill? I'm gonna I'm gonna marry underwater cities. It's just that's just my game. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's yep. my game. That's it. You're in it for you life. You can play that game Those forever. Board, just turn me on. I'm just gonna keep <laughs> it. I'm gonna keep underwater cities is getting married. Okay. And I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to fuck Crokinole. Because <laughs> it's got a hole in the middle. It's got a hole in the middle. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And also, yeah. And you get 20 points every and time you do it. And there's all those pegs around there. I can, you know, there's flicking. I don't know what's going on. Flicking. Um, yeah, you can use your. direct um, pegs. Yeah. Natalangus. You can be creative with the pegs. Yep. You, you have all the these hole. discs. Well, it does have a hole in it for a <laughs> It becomes the built-in glory hole. <laughs> oh, That's boy. all too low. And then I guess fruit. I'm killing Happy Salmon. Okay. Which... It Sorry, it's it. just a fish, so I'd fry it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fish don't fry in the kitchen. <laughs> 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 All right, Natalie, your second FMK. Oh, boy. <clears throat> a good back rub, <laughs> a glass of wine, and paddle boarding. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Which one are you going to fuck? Which one are you going <laughs> to marry? And which one are you going to kill? All right. <laughs> it's one of these you never Ooh. ever want again. I know. Um, honestly, I think I would kill uh-huh. a glass of wine because I'd just like kill it. Knock it back. Oh. 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 Wow. That is not what I, I did not see it going in that direction. You got me there. That was beautiful. Mm. Then, <laughs> I think I would. Um, 
Whew, paddle boarding and good back rubs. Those are some things I like. <laughs> That's the game. I tried to pick them. <laughs> okay, I think I would go with paddle boarding. I would fuck paddle boarding because it's like a, it's like a temporary, quick, like enjoyment thing. You and know? you can't do it all year I, round. Yeah, you can't do it all year round. I get a quick fix of, oh, paddleboarding is amazing. You know, <laughs> oh, I, I can't do it for very long. You're making love to paddleboarding. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking And a good rub. back rub, I would take that all day, every day, forever. Oh, oh that's what you're marrying. You're, yeah, oh, mar- oh, sorry. Oh, I'm marrying oh, good, good back rub, fucking paddleboarding. Day, day, and I would kill a glass of wine. You'd kill right that glass. Right about Man, now. the way you, yeah, the, the, <laughs> killing the glass of wine, I'm really, that's, that's great. All right, we're going to more board games, Jeff, for your last FMK. We got Azula, blue, Wingspan, and Coimbra. Ooh, Wingspan, Coimbra. Wingspan and Coimbra. I cannot wait to hear why you want those birds. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) This is a tough one. Yeah, I think I'm going to fuck birds. New quote. Yeah. New quote when you're promoting game yeah. episode 44. I think I'm going to fuck birds. <laughs> like Listen, it's a, it's flashy. Why. You know, I think that's why. It's flashy. It's got that tower. Like you look at it. The art's beautiful. You just look at it and you're like, I would fuck that game. You know? So I'm going to go with Wingspan. I'm going to fuck. I think I'm going to marry Coimbra. Wait, my bones. Oh, my bones. I have avian bones in them. I think I'm going to marry Coimbra because Coimbra is one of my favorites. I can get. Oh you're in love? Yeah, I can get lasting joy out of Coimbra. Oh, over and Azul. over. Again. That means Azul's getting and killed. And then poor blue Azul. You know, I think I know why uh, you want to kill this one because it would be so satisfying to crash to all of the. Sh- yeah, it'd be, yeah. Like, it'd be like shattering glass. Yeah, shattering yeah. glass or on the like ground. Mosaic tiles. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. <laughs> That's awesome. Although, wait, is, is Sagrada the glass and Azul oh, yeah, is the, the tiles? Still, it'd be oh, satisfying to hear the tiles yeah. crash yeah, on the like, ground. Take like a sledgehammer. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's hilarious. All right, Natalie, you're. Yeah, I think I want to fuck birds. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, you're last. Fuck Mary Kill. Ryan James. It's not even any games. Oh. Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Ryan Gosling. Ryan! <laughs> are those your Are those your Ryans? <laughs> Yeah. As soon as you start with I Ryan James, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not on this list. <laughs> I thought about doing that, like, like, <laughs> like me, Jeff, and Dave, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, no, Ryan James, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling. Hmm. They better all be me except Kill. <laughs> you better fucking nope, marry that's me out of rules. and kill the rest. Yeah, I know you got to. I feel do like it. I'm obligated to marry you because nope, I'm actually nope, married to not. you. This is you, just a game. You're gonna kill me, aren't you? <laughs> How about marry Ryan James, fuck Ryan Reynolds, and fuck Ryan Gosling? <laughs> Those are two fucks. You got to kill one of them. Fuck, fuck, Mary. One of them has to die. It's like Duck, Duck, Goose. Okay, okay, fuck, I got fuck, it. Yeah. Fuck, Mary. I'll marry Ryan James. I'll fuck Ryan. Yeah, Ooh. what do you do here? <laughs> she wants to Who kill you, you but she's just not. She wants doing to it. kill me. You want to kill no, me? No, I don't. I'm not in real world. God, I can't believe game. you want to kill me. I mean, how can you pick? They're both perfect. <laughs> uh, both, but not that? you. They're both yeah. perfect. <laughs> I mean, they're not all perfect. Just, they're both perfect. Well, you're perfect because I'm married to you. That's you're what? not even in that the running. Well, you're not even in the running Listen, for the kill. Listen, you can kill me if you want. I know that's what you want no, it's to not do. Not what I want. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Then I'll do Natalie James, Natalie Dormer, and who was another hot Natalie? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Portman. All right. Um, hold on. <laughs> let me let me. Natalie think. Dormer. She's um. She was Marjorie in Game Marjorie. Of oh, okay. Yeah. yeah he hot. likes her. Yeah, he does. 
<laughs> she always looks like this. S stop avoiding. You have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill me already. All right. <laughs> I'm here. No. Kill yeah. me. Hey, you're the stuck in the married position. All right. So you were uh, you were ineligible. To I forget kill the other me. two. Ryan, who and who? Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling. Ryan Reynolds. Okay. okay. Right. So I'm just gonna go with. And, um, what's the other yeah, one? Yeah, he's Deadpool. Uh, I know Ryan Deadpool. Reynolds. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think Ryan Reynolds has like always been like my thing because he's really funny. So you're gonna and good looking. I'm gonna. Fuck Ryan Reynolds, and then I will fuck and then kill Ryan Gosling. <laughs> okay, I'll allow yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> it's like a praying mantis. Death by Snoo Snoo. Yeah, you'll like kill, yeah. strangle it. Oh, yeah. he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> Man. Wow, so that was Fuck, Mary Kill. Wow. Uh, didn't this even give me any games. Episode, no. 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 And I gave Jeff mostly games. I gave him uh, Rado, Tom Vassell, and Roddy Smith, Okay, though. do the Natalies. Natalie, James, Natalie, Dormer, Natalie. Okay, that's easy for me, honestly. I, so I'm, I'm, I'll have to do the same thing. I'll marry you. Uh, I'm going to Natalie Dormer, and then I'll kill Natalie Portman. I like with Natalie my Portman. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we need a disclaimer at the there's beginning. There's going to be a lot of disclaimers. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Just put at the beginning of this segment. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of like, there's a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah, so fast I'm, forward to this I minute if, you don't, if you're around, kids. So what that's going to lead us into... <laughs> is our top five for the episode or our our five five because this is one uh specifically where we are not necessarily doing our favorite top five games but we are going to give you five heavy games heavy we've given games. you <laughs> gateway we've given you our middleweight games we're going into the heavy forum here so what we're going to do is we're going to start with me we're going to go me natalie and jeff and with jeff okay Okay. Um, so the way we decided what was a heavy game is we went on Board Game Geek and said anything um, three and a half or over is what I did. Yeah. Uh, it's really over three and a half. Me too. And it was that simple. I mean, you know, Board Game Geek, game weight, we've talked about it many times. Um, it's just, it's not a... Subjective. It's very subjective. Yeah. It's not an objective thing. Um, so, but this is, it's a, you know, if you get something three and a half or more, this is heavy. Yeah. Okay. For, you know, for our circumstances. So, my number five is a game that came in at a weight of 3.98. I know Natalie didn't do this. Ooh. And it is... Um, she did. Oh, you did do it. It seems like she did. Yeah, because she, she would have said, she would have said already. Oh. No, I didn't. So you did, <laughs> did you do no, the weight? No, I didn't. I'm I talking the about weights. the... Okay, yeah. yeah. That was what I was talking oh, about. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant the game. I did the weights last Constantly. second because I knew I was, was going to not be that person this time. Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. So this is a, a game with 3.98. You have never played it before. It's okay. called Anachrony. Oh. This game is so freaking fun. And it's a... Yeah, it's on the list. It's a worker placement game. And you are, it's time, it's all about time travel, which is awesome. You get That's to cool. go back in time. It's got this one really cool mechanism I won't talk much about. It's got this really cool mechanism where if you need a resource that you don't have, you can go back in time in the past and get it, but then you have to pay it back in the future so it's still there. Oh, or else wow. it creates an anomaly in it. Screws yeah. you the butterfly it's really, effect. really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Butterfly. Cool. It's really cool. So that's my number five, Anachrony. Natalie, what is your number five? Um, again, this is a list of heavy games, not necessarily ones I like. I don't like this one. But it <laughs> is. <laughs> 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You put a game you didn't like on your top five? Yes, because it deserves <laughs> it with how heavy it is. Okay. Right? <laughs> so it's rated 3.99, and it is a game called Go. Oh yeah, oh, okay. this You've game really breaks my brain. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's hard. It's very heavy. It's very old. <laughs> I feel like how could I not very put old. this on here? Because ouch. 
Yeah, that game has no <laughs> rules. That's that's probably the quintessential easy to learn, hard to master. Yeah, yes. there is simple rules. Heavy AF. Yep. <laughs> I just watched the movie Knives Out recently. Have you seen that? Nope. It's newer. It's like a murder oh, mystery kind of thing. But they play Go in it. Oh, they oh, really? do. Yep. Oh, cool. Oh wait, Knives Out. That's the one with <laughs> Daniel Craig, right? Yes. Remember, you were like, "Oh, what's this movie?" Nope. It's it's pretty good. You just saw it, and you were like, "What is this?" <laughs> I just saw the movie. No, we saw <laughs> like commercial. a oh, like it was on on like Netflix or I think she's thinking of Ryan Reynolds. No, no, this was not me. Yes, it was you. <laughs> okay, Jeff. What about you, number five, My man? My number. Hey, I have a, a thing. I looked up. Okay. So, did you know that there are only three games in the top five hundred that, that have a five? weight of four point five or above? No, we did. Do you know, know what the three are? I bet they're gonna. I bet some of them are gonna be on a list here soon, so maybe are I won't they, say um, them, but I'll Michael say them at Sarah the end. Does? No, not all of them. Um, Two of them are, but oh, oh you're, you're saying not one five, four and a half, four and, or, and a half or and up. There's only three in in the top five hundred, so it seems like there's a weight at which people are like turned off. It's like too much. Yeah, yeah. well, that's a, little, like, a lot of them are. A lot, are yeah, it's are war, war game city and abstract strategy. Yeah, these the war games are just the popular. When you go really high in that weight, the war games just fill it up. Yeah, I have no war games sure. on my list. Um, um, no, I don't know. Me neither. I, I, I would say like it might be on your list, so I'm going to wait. Yeah, okay. I'll wait. Um, or we'll forget and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. um, number five, I have uh, Dungeon Lords. It awesome. comes in at a 3.55, so just over that thing. It feels heavier than it that. It feels heavier. I also The theme is so cool. Like you're, I like... Nonsensical kind of theme, yeah, nonsensical themes. <laughs> so you're the you're the bad guys. You're fighting off the warriors, and you're fighting off the the people coming in to try to. So it, it's a cool game. Um, it's heavy. There's also dungeon pets, which I is probably just as heavy. I've played it. So dungeon. I like dungeon lords better. Most people seem to not, but I like yeah. dungeon lords better than dungeon pets. It's a cool. It's a cool game. I would check it out if you're looking for something a little heavier than your normal your normal play. It's got Fantastic. some. It's got a lot of rules. It's a great. A game. lot of shavado. Good yep. one. Good one. All right, number four for me. Um, is a game that comes in at a weight of 3.58. It was number one on Board Game Geek for many, many, many years. And Natalie and I played this not that long ago, and we were kind of surprised at how much we enjoyed it. And this is Twilight Struggle. Ooh. Very good, heavy game. It's not as heavy rules-wise, but this is just a game that's going to crunch you and take forever. <laughs> it's a long, yeah. long, yeah, long. two-player-only game. But it's really good, and we love it a lot, and that's Twilight Struggle. Nice. Natalie, what is your cool. number four? My number four is a rating or a weight of 3.83, mm. and it's an Uwe Rosenberg game called A Feast for Odin. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, this game had a lot going on. There like is a, a lot. Ton. That's heavy because of all the actions. There is a right. ton There's so to much do. stuff. So much to yeah. do, and it's like, what do you do? And good game. How though. do you? Yeah, it's a good game. This one I actually. It's like. good game. I like this game. <laughs> it's good. It's good <laughs> yeah, game. it's also got the um, polyamino mechanism, yep. which was like the, the basis side. for Patchwork. No, Patchwork okay. was created as an offshoot of while he was designing. A Feast for Odin, he was like, oh, I like this thing. I'm going to make a game out of this. And that's how Patrick came out. And Patrick came out wow. like a year or two before Feast for Odin actually Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Cool. So a little fun fact. Awesome. Great. That's my number four. Jeff, what is your number four? My number four is the sister game to a game I think one of you might say later. It comes in at 3.66. It is Zulkin, the Mayan the calendar. calendar. Uh, Zulkin is, again, I, I don't know if I would say it's super heavy, 
But again, I think for if you're starting and you're trying to get a heavy game, you're going beyond the Castles of Burgundy and those type of game. Yeah. I think Zolkin's great. Zolkin has Zulkin this awesome looking uh, gear mechanic where they, you know, the big gear in the middle shifts and all your workers shift and um, rules are simple. Mastery is really difficult. Timing is really important in that game. Um, I'm also increasing in value. So that was a 3.66. Oh, nice. So we're okay. only going up. Only going up for you, okay, huh? Nice. Okay. That game is so hard for me. Yeah. That's one of the games I, I feel like you said has been one time. <laughs> and I remember this because we were at, so we were at Grand Con. No, no, we were at Michigan and I was playing with, it was me, Jeff and two other guys who we didn't know. And there was one point in the game. I was just like playing the game. Jeff looks at me and he goes, he mouths like, you're going to win. And I was like, what? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And he was right. I ended up yeah. winning that game. And I was so proud. I've played three times since then. And I've come in literally dead last every time. And I'm like, I, I suck at this game. That game is smarter than yeah, me. It's a great game. Heavier than it feels. Like I think heavier than the weight. To me, it feels heavier than the weight. Um, that's awesome. My number three is a game that clocks in at 4.15. And this is a game by that publisher I talk about loving all the time, um, Chip Theory Games, and this is Cloud Spire. Mm-hmm. I talk about Too Many Bones. Mm-hmm. I, I left games like Too Many Bones off. I actually left the sister game to Zulkin off the list. I left Caverna off the list and Terra Mystica off the list. Teotihuacan. Yeah, left all that off. And more sister games are coming out. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. There's two more. And they also have very difficult to pronounce games or names. So Cloudspire, fantastic game. I've talked about it a lot. It is very, very heavy. There's a ton of rules. And this is an example of a rules-heavy game where there's yeah. just a ton of little keywords to memorize and stuff which I, I i would guess is probably one of the reasons war games are so heavy is there's yes. a ton of little rules that you know negate other rules and anyway that's my number three cloud spire check it out nice. natalie what about you uh my number three i was kind <laughs> of like there? what should i make yeah. oh i'm like I, oh, stroking I, off I, for no, a while no, no. <laughs> I just last minute deciding okay my number three um it's one of those things that you said you left off because we talk about it all the time, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's one of the best, and it's 3.96, and this is Terra Mystica. Ooh, yeah. yes. Number two game of all time for me. It's just like so great. How can you not have it on a list of heavy games? So I'm going to throw it on I there. know. Boom. I had it in my number, in my honorable mentions here. Yeah. Fan, love it. Great game. Yeah. Jeff, what about you, man? What's your number three? Game I've played a few times. This is a Steffenfeld condom. <laughs> uh, this it is the Steffenfeld condom. Three, no, it's not. Oh, really? I went yeah. Okay. Sideways. Oh, okay. Because tra- okay, so I I could have filled my list with games we already been like Trajan. If I was going yeah. favorite games, right. Trajan, Underwater Cities, uh, right. Legrand, how we've talked about these games are like some of my favorites. But I want to kind of highlight some games you haven't talked about. So I this one is start with a B. Yeah, this is three point seven four. This game is called Bora Bora. Two games in a row that are way smarter than me. And Bora yeah. Bora is is a tough game. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. It's a dice placement game. I feel like we should play it again. Yeah, we need to because it has a, has a very cool mechanism of playing playing die. But you have you know the higher number, the more stuff you get. Mm-hmm. But the lower numbers get to go in front of you, so you may not get anything. Yeah. And you have to play a dice that's lower than the one that's already out there. So if you uh, roll low numbers. You can be like, all right, I'm putting a one here, and yeah, you basically first. block that space yeah, from everyone first. else, no so one else no one can, can put a two there. So it's it's got, whew, it's thinky. Man, yeah. I remember it's that a good being one. very difficult. Remember I remember that? playing it. I don't remember anything about it. It was difficult. It was a lot. Yeah, I remember that. Though. Jeff smoked it, for sure. All right. <laughs> Bora Bora. Number two for me is a game that comes in at 3.71. We talked about it earlier, designed by Bruno Cathala. This is Chess. <laughs> or was it Bruno Faduti? <laughs> Bruno Faduti, of course. Yeah, Bruno Faduti back Maybe in a combination. Maybe 2200 it's a duel, yeah. BC. <laughs> <laughs> he is released a Kickstarter. Yeah, chess. What have I? What haven't I said about chess that I've talked about lately? It's awesome. It's heavy. It's great. 
kind of like Go for Natalie, where it's just easy to learn, hard to master, very yep. difficult game. Yeah. Go, I think, is even heavier, but that's my number two. Chess. What my is your number, number two? Is um. Moose poop. 3.81 CO2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good one. I just number love two. that game so much. And this is like one of those games that like it's heavy, but it's still really fun. It's not like so heavy where you're like, I can't do it or I don't want to play it all the time. Like this is... It's got like it's like the sweet spot of heavy games, in my and opinion. it's it's got that thing where I guess kind of like Spirit Island. It's very rare to have a cooperative game be so yes, heavy. Yes, and I mm-hmm. like that it's cooperative, so you can share the heaviness. Yeah, it can lighten amongst the, your partners. The, it, it, it should be worth noting, I guess, that the original CO two was designed as like a semi cooperative game, and then the new version that we have is has a fully cooperative variant, which is the only way I want to play it. Yeah. yeah. So awesome choice. Jeff, what about you, man? What's your number two? Number two, this is a game that like blew my mind. I played it really early in my gaming career, and it was way over my head when I first I played it, it, and I've gotten better at it since, and I've beaten the person who always wins this game. Um, I know it is. This, and it also just has a new reprint that came out. So this is yep. a 3.81. This game is called Kalis. And the reprint, I think, is it changes things. It streamlines things. Okay, it does. Yeah, I don't so think it's, it's the, same, the same game. I'm curious if then the weight is similar or higher. I'm loving it. But I Kalis thirteen oh three, I think is yeah, the. Eight, but I would yeah. think if they're going to reprint and streamline it more, the weight might go down. That's right. This, I think, I think it's a little is, lighter. This game is tough. It's a city building game. You're building the, the city on your own area. That's economic. It's worker placement. Yeah. It is tough, and we would play with Bill, who was like a savant at this game, savant. and just and and if you're looking for a game, it's just strategy. There's no randomness. There's no rolling dice. Bill always said the first, the only randomness is who goes first. Yeah. Like that is the only <laughs> wow. time where you're going to see random. There's no like card shuffling or oh I I, I didn't get in this in time it, it is strategy so that's a heavy game Kegless. that's cool. that was one of, that was probably the first heavy game I played and it turned me off for a while oh, to really? euro games because I was like I don't know what the hell I'm doing it's confusing the crap out of me this was back in like 2010 yeah. mm-hmm. you know and I'm like I just I, I can't no, do it so I only I only wanted to play Ameritrash after that and then it wasn't honestly until I played Belfort that I was like oh I I can understand. and then I played Kegless again later there was one play you might not the, remember this. Yeah. Me and Jeff both beat Bill. It was amazing. It, it was like the great. We were just like, oh, we got to beat him yeah. at this time. All right, let's do it. We were like yeah. kind of working together, and Jeff beat me by like one point, and then we beat Bill by like five or ten. It was all, it was like the greatest, yeah. it was the greatest moment ever. Uh, okay, so number one for me is um, various different weights, and it is whichever Vital Lacerda game I've played last. Yep. And that's, I know that's a cop out, but that's totally true. Yeah. Honestly, I played my first game of his that I ever played was Vinos, and I was like, "This is really good. It's heavy." At Eric's that? house, yeah. Eric's. I was like, "This is good." Uh, I know, and I was like, "This is awesome." <laughs> yeah. Then I played the Gallerst, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the best. This is so awesome." And then I played Lisboa, and I was like, "I don't know how, but this is better." <laughs> and then I played CO two, and I was like, "This is the greatest one yet." And then we played the Gallerist again, and I was like, no, this is the best. And then I played Lisboa again, and I was like, no, but this is the best. And then we played CO2 again. Seriously, every single one that I've played so far. And now. And then, to th- which one I guess, well, this is the last one I technically played, I guess, so maybe mm-hmm. this is what, on Mars. And I played on Mars, and I'm like, this might be the best game I've ever played ever. So, on Mars is the last one I've played, so it's still true for that thing. Yeah. However, I don't know if anything's going to dethrone that. I have not played Escape Plan, which I have, and I have not played Combine, which I have coming. Those are the only two that he's got that I haven't played that are big heavy. So I'm interested to see what I'm going to think about those. But they are amazing. Jeff, do you want to talk about one of those uh, top... Both of them. They're both... Both of them are on there. So Lisboa 
is a yeah, 4.56 on Mars, a 4.61, yep. and then Advanced Squad Leader, which I've ASL. never heard of. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, my so God. those games are in the top Water order. Game. But really, when you look <laughs> at these heavy games, those are the only games I feel like that are that are this heavy that are in that are not war games that are not strictly war games that take you know hours and hours and hours. I don't know how but, he does it. I don't know how he so it does it. But they are all so, so good on him. And yeah. and f- what have you played of his? You played CO two. Played CO two. I've played Vinos. Is that um, it? I've played. Did you play the Gallerist? No, maybe that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're. But I'm interested in all of them. So I'm getting on Mars. On I'm getting Mars, Kanban. Oh so God. I'm getting all of these. Yeah, you're gonna and, 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 I'll, and I'll have all of them. Yeah. Once I get. Uh, combine, I'll have them all. All right, Natalie, what is your number one? My number one is rated a four point six one. Oh, <laughs> oh Mars. okay. No, yeah, it's the same. Yeah. I figured okay. I thought yours would be on Mars, but I can't not put that on there because it's, it's so the good. heaviest game we've ever played. Yep. But it's also so great. It it's is so. It's just ah, uh, it's such a good game. And like, like I played Lisboa, and Lisboa is really heavy, but I didn't like it as much. Lisboa like, feels heavier to me than on Mars. It feels heavier to me too. Um, but I think it's something. more like it, it didn't click. Maybe yeah. that's why. And it's just like right. it's heavier. It's I basically just too. as heavy, but <laughs> to me, it just wasn't as fun. Right. On Mars is so heavy, but like still like gripping, gripping, and you're and you. It's. I mean, the rules. There's a lot of them, and you probably need <laughs> to be reminded of them. But there's still they make sense. It all flows nicely together. It's just how do you make this work and in the heaviest way possible but i don't know what else to say about it it's just really he tell does it man he does yeah it. he does it and like i've played lisboa i've played the gallerist and like not lisboa so much but like i've enjoyed those two but not even close to on mars so your top two games are vitello certus yeah this one all right, Jeff, that ends it with you, man. What is your number one heavy game? Ends it with me. This is a game comes in at 4.04, which oh, yeah. is made by the company that creates all these war games. It's a game called Dominant Species. Ah, I have not, I cannot um, believe, that Bill's had that game forever. I yes. can't believe I have So I played, played it a couple times with him, and the game is super heavy. So you're like, one, you're these that. species. It's yeah. an area control game. And okay. he, Bill is very good at it yeah. as well. And I remember, so Dave had recently just played it. I'm not, maybe it was Dave, Eric, and Bill, or Dave, someone, and Bill played it. And Bill was like complimenting. He's like, you're doing really good. This is your first play. I'm really impressed. And Bill won by like 70. Yeah. So he just like <laughs> flew at the end game. He like figured yeah. it out. But that is a game that is tough. And if if you like really competitive, take that area control with a lot. Like this is a deep deep game. So GMT, that's dominant, dominant species. species. I have species. wanted to play that game for a while. I didn't know there was that. There's a ton of take that in there. Well, it's you have to like you have to push people off of different tiles and you have to take control of different things. Sure. So there's area yeah, just it's normal. Take that's inherent. Yeah, to it's area not control. like yeah. you're stealing. You know, True. I don't mean like stealing stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, that is the top five heavy game list. Do you want to talk about any honorable mentions? I have a few, sure. mostly I talked about before, Terra Mystica, Caverna, Too Many Bones, Teotihuacan, and uh, Tigris and Euphrates just missed Ooh. out being mm. on there for me. Yeah, same, uh, Caverna, like the ones we said, <coughs> Galaris, Lisboa, Too Many Bones, Gaia Project, Teotihuacan, yeah, Terraforming Mars. Oh, man. I want to play Gaia Project yeah. again. If you like, yeah, Gaia Project 433, that was a big one. Yeah. I, and I, I want to say, like, we, we know that these games are, 
we know the good heavy games. These are ones that I think maybe slide under the radar a little bit or people yeah, right. like, want to get into it. So we know if you love war games, we know that there are probably amazing war games that are this heavy. We just don't play them out. Yeah, you know, we don't. Play, right. So yep. don't be like, well, this game's heavy. Like we know. Yeah, this um, isn't the heaviest yes, games there just, are. These are just yeah, good heavy we games. enjoy that are. Um, heavy. Yeah, that we I had put out there. Maracaibo is three point nine. Yep, I thought yeah. that was an honorable Trajan always one of my favorites. Uh, Lagranha one of my favorites. That one just snuck under. Underwater cities just snuck under. Um, yeah, and I had Guy Project and. Let's bow on Mars. Trajan yep. rated. Mombasa. Uh, 3.65. Mm-hmm. That one seems good. Yeah, Mombasa. That seems like a good weight yeah. for that. Yes. 3.65, like it seems And accurate. that's like my, that's my wheel. The 3.5 to 3.7 is like my wheelhouse. Yeah. That's like the games I love. So we were talking about Vital Lacerda games. I saw there was a uh, Instagram post and I want to shout out who it was real quick because it was impressive to me. And I, it was <laughs> shocking that I saw a post Um. Okay, Lucy, I don't know who this, the account is BG Diaries, uh, BG Diaries, period, underscore, and they put a post out, and the post was them playing the gallerist, mm-hmm. and then right after the gallerist ended, they played Lisboa, back oh, right. to back, and, just like, and I was just like, whoa, did their head explode, was it yeah. just like, dude, yeah, like that, first of all, that would take all day, <laughs> unless, unless, I guess, unless you've, Maybe they've you played know, it before. You've played it before sure. and played yeah. it a bunch. You know all the say, rules. If you didn't have to learn the rules for both and like play right after. But can oh, you yeah. imagine playing, you know, like three <laughs> no. hours of the Gallerist and then three and a half hours of Lisboa, <laughs> like right? Because uh, no. you finish one of the one of his games, you'll finish it, and you're gonna be like, you're gonna be like, like that was woo. exhausting. It yeah. is. I need to go especially relax. for me anyway, especially Lisboa. I yes. loved it, but at the end of it, I was like. At the end of the rules, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, the rules were like an <laughs> hour and a half. Did we not yeah. just play it right yeah, yeah. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at Mad Board Gamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group that we have been neglecting a little bit, but just search GameCasters. You'll find us there. You can also email us, please, at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. We also have an incredibly barren board game geek guild, Natalie, Michelle, <laughs> James. So if you'd like to head on over there, Natalie, we are Guild 3678, okay? If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to uh, the show that allows you to rate us no less than the highest rating possible. Please, all music for this and every episode was produced by Jeremy Pete. If you enjoyed it and want some of your own for your next project, please email us to discuss. So, for Natalie, Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan, and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. Hey, Jeff, could you talk into that mic for me? I can. I can talk into that mic for you. Hey, Natalie, how about you? Can you talk into that mic for me? Yeah, I can talk into the mic for you. <laughs> <laughs>